Welcome to the greatest wrestling podcast ever. Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. Another full week of stuff to talk about. We are here. I'm here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. One of your hosts, Phil Gentile, the Hot Take Kid, coming to you from Baltimore. Got Sheena Phelps over there in Norfolk. 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 What's going on? You can I be honest? I'm freaking tired, man. I got teething problems, mom problems. I feel like I should just start a momming podcast instead of a wrestling oh, podcast. Oh, jeez. What would you call I, it? Mom I Foley? Would, no, we got to come up with something better than that. We call it uh, <laughs> we call it uh, kick-ass parenting or like a can full a can of whoop-ass parenting. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Marco, what's going on with you up in Boston, dude? Uh, nothing much. Just uh just living life and appreciating life right now with all the crazy stuff going on in the world but uh just appreciating you guys oh, even wow. more than anything oh. obviously my family but well yeah them too who cares about this them is, yeah but... them too but we're, we're we're but we're Foley family so that's exactly. like that's like yeah that's like thicker than blood you know what i mean there you go oh, there you go uh before we get started, I uh, want to give a shout out to all the dads out there, uh, as uh, me and Marco are one. Hope you guys have a happy Father's Day. We'll get into uh, Father's Day plans later on in the show, uh, but we know uh, the fathers can't, you know, we wouldn't be anywhere without the mothers out there, so you got to give them props as well. Um, I just got back from the beach yesterday. It was uh, cloudy and windy the entire time, which is great but did it matter didn't it feel good to be out of your home though like that's what i feel like like yeah it was like it was kind of crappy weather here but i was like you know what the people that came to the beach this week they're still glad to be out of their house you know yeah we ate and drank and uh drank yeah it looked like you had some good some good shit going on you had some good good food food. and some good some good bevies oh my gosh yeah good met, met up with some friends down there and uh yeah, it was good. It was a good time, and uh, we're going in a couple months with uh, the family and my parents and the kids, so that'll be cool. Um, also, uh, big show tonight. Big show. Uh, I didn't watch much wrestling, but I did watch the uh, the Edge Orton match. We'll get to Backlash, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW. Uh, we got some news about some COVID nineteen creeping into the PC. Uh, we got a bunch of big figure news, some some pickups uh, from uh, Ringside Collectibles, and a lot more. Uh, let's start with the uh, the credentials here. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Chick Foley is where you can pick up our shirts. Uh, you can follow us on social media. We'd love to interact with you guys. It's at Chick Foley Show on Twitter and at Chick Foley on Instagram. Uh, and uh, hit us up. We'd love to hear from you guys. And Sheena, the best place for people to support our show is where? Chickfoliashow.com. We got our own, you know, URL peeps. There you go. And that'll take you to our Patreon page. Starts at a dollar per month. Gets you access to our Facebook group uh, to buy, sell, and trade figures. Uh, you know, it's quarantine season right now, Sheena. It's hard to find figures. Uh, I don't know if you've been to a Walmart or Target lately, but they are the fucking worst place to be in the world. Their yeah. shelves are empty. But we've got uh, 160 great good brothers and good sisters out there helping each other find stuff for uh, retail price plus shipping. Plus, we do giveaways. Uh, Marco, myself, and Shane are doing some uh, weekly articles. We do bonus episodes. Uh, all kinds of good stuff there. And the coolest part... I. I see. I feel like every other day somebody's reaching out to me, like, "Hey, man, do you have this Chick Foley? Do you have this uh, Kurt Angle figure? Do you have this Macho Man figure?" Uh, so it's you know, everybody just kind of remembers what everybody's looking for, and we just help each other out. So 
Uh, and all the money goes to us uh, for T-shirts and giveaways and stuff like that. So ChickFoleyShow.com is the place uh, to go to support our show. We appreciate anything you can do there. Uh, let's get into it. I guess we should start with Backlash, right? Yeah, I say we just jump jump right in to the biggest news of the week. Uh, we did have a pay-per-view this weekend. We had WWE Backlash, which is traditionally like, you know, a de- decent pay-per-view, decent C-level pay-per-view, right? Um, but I feel like this one, it the card looked good, but I felt like it delivered, you know? I, was kind of, I guess I kind of undersold Backlash a little bit, and then it actually delivered uh, more than I asked for, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, Marco, what did you think? I uh, know I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, every match, even the opening uh, or the pre-show match, I should say, um, was really awesome, top to bottom. I don't think there was one boring match that I remember anyway um, that I can think of. But no, I, I was thoroughly enjoyed um, by that pay-per-view. Let's start with the uh, the main event, and we can work our way back for any kind of highlights you guys want to talk about here. Uh, we, we've we've really crapped on this greatest wrestling match ever angle, and it was pretty dramatic to call a wrestling match that. Yeah. But uh, this was a really good match. I just watched it earlier today for the first time. I know Marco and Shini guys have watched it multiple times. Um, really well done. Where, where should we start here, Sheena? Because there's a lot to unpack with this match. Yeah, I think we just need to start with, like you said, kind of like the the build up to this match and like the marketing of this match, because I think, you know, people got really hung up on the greatest wrestling match ever, myself included, because I'm thinking like these two 40 plus guys like, come on, like you're really and one of them hasn't wrestled in nine years. So you're really setting yourself up for disappointment here. Um, Whereas like we just need to take it for what it is. You know, everybody kind of like broke it down like greatest wrestling match ever. And they knew it wasn't going to be the greatest wrestling match ever. Just like we know, like in a death match, like nobody's going to die at the end of a death match. You know what I mean? We, we can't, we can't take these things too seriously. Like when you have a money, a money in the bank match, like nobody's like standing yeah. in front of a teller, like putting money in the bank. Like, you know, why do we, why do we, why are we breaking this one down? So literally when, um, you know, all the other matches have gimmicks that we don't really think about, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, so, Philly's best best cheesesteak. You know, you're not complaining. You're, you know, just just right. eat the goddamn cheesesteak and just enjoy it. Just eat the cheesesteak. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And I think I think that, you know it was kind of a double edged sword because you had the people on the one camp that were like, you know, you call it the greatest greatest wrestling match ever. There was no way it was going to deliver, even though it's good. Like you know, it's going to always be undersold because you guys called it the greatest wrestling match ever. And then you have the other camp of people that are like, well, you called it the greatest greatest wrestling match ever, and so I w- I already like discredited it and kind of thought it was going to be like. Like, wah, wah. and then when it actually delivered, they were really impressed, right? Because, like, they were oversold, um, and they thought they were just going to, like, kind of, like, be like WrestleMania, right? And uh, they really gave us a really damn good match. If they can, I mean, I think the the really good thing to come from COVID-19 for the WWE is is making matches like this. And you don't have to do Boneyard matches, Sheena, Marco. Yeah. You can do this and make the match... Like if you if you didn't tell us that this was recorded and like you know they added things and like just mm-hmm. do this with every big main event like make make every match awesome like we don't care yeah. if you're gonna tape you're mm-hmm. gonna keep taping stuff like I, I love I love the audio I, I don't some people complained yeah. about some of the 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 adding I mean it, it was perfect those people yeah. are stupid yeah like I don't it, think they it ever added- did it at all. Yeah, I'm sorry if I just called you stupid, but no. like it was, it was it was good. Like it literally added so much to the match, like having that yeah. crowd rumbling and the and the chants and everything. Because can you imagine having that awesome match to a silent arena oh, or yeah. to just like the random one fan going, "Yeah, Randy, 
yeah, get him, get him, Ed. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, and you're just like kind of looking at these blank faces. You needed that like big match feel. Um, and I thought they they delivered on that. The one thing I will say is that if you are gonna like tape that B roll and you know have all these extra camera cuts and stuff and like retape everything, you probably want to make sure you don't injure your main event star in the process because yeah, the word on the street is that he would like Edge. You know, we all know that he tore his tricep. Uh, and he didn't tear it during the actual match. He te- he tore it filming like B roll that they could like s- like splice in yeah. for those different segments and like re recording stuff, which is really wow. really unfortunate. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he wrestled that whole match and then like shooting some oh stuff that God. they were just gonna splice in. And we don't even know. Everybody was kind of like I heard a lot of people trying to pick it apart, like trying to see when he tore his tricep and we don't even know that like any of that that we saw was him wrestling with a torn tricep because I mean he could have torn it and then like they didn't they didn't they quit filming after that you know what I mean and and didn't put any of that stuff in so we don't even know if any of that made it into the actual match right yeah I mean it's you go back and watch it and you can't even tell it's so seamless I mean if you want to compare like Mm -hmm. AEW could never do anything like this they don't have you know they don't have they don't have a hundred people working for them and in, in all these editing departments and stuff like that. I mean they have you know, a handful of people. It's a smaller company, and also they don't have the. I mean they don't have two guys that have been there for. And they can't tell a story that's ten years old. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. not gonna. It's not gonna. No matter who they put in the ring together, whether it's the best two wrestlers in the world, it's not gonna have the storyline that this match did. And then that's eighty percent of what this match was. You know, yeah. I love the camera angles. Uh, from from above and like you the, know yeah in the, the above ring. camera angle I love that it just felt they don't very do that old enough. school Mm-mm, no they definitely don't do that cinematic feel um, nearly enough I mean I know when you're when you're taping a live pay per view it's almost nearly impossible to to do that yeah, yeah. Um, but you know the, like we said in the in the situation that we're in now um, it definitely is something they should consider doing more often for these for these bigger matches. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what's what's to come. But yeah, this match, there's so much to break down. Like there's so much so many intricacies. Like I know that I miss stuff. Like, you know, I've tried to like read up and figure out, you know, because I was watching the match just as a whole, like, oh my God, this is an amazing match. Yeah, yeah. And then you go back and listen to it and listen. And the commentary was actually oh, really good. So good. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. You know, normally commentary, like they can ruin a match. And I'm just yep. like, shut up and let me watch this match. But <laughs> I, I really, really enjoyed how they added to the storytelling and made sure you knew like what was going on and like the history and all of that. So I thought that I thought they did a really, really good job on commentary, keeping people in the know. Samoa Joe was great. Even Byron uh, Saxton was, was good. He was, you know, wasn't over the top. It was really well done. How about the, the Fink, the Fink doing the intros? That, oh, they had me awesome. right there. Genius. Genius. Oh yeah. I was sold. I was like sold right then when the, when the MSG mic came down from the <clears> ceiling <throat> And the music was playing, and Fink came over the over the mic. I was, I was in there. And then you see little Nate wearing like the vintage blue, yep. um, like Long referee sleeve. shirt. Oh yeah, it was it was perfection. I loved all those all those details so much. I'd love a uh, elite two pack of this match with those two. That would be freaking awesome. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, that would be dope. I tweeted, I tweeted Bill McKenna and, and Mattel. I said, oh, when are we gonna get the? Uh, the greatest wrestling match ever, elite two pack of this. Oh my god! You should, you should right just, now. you should tweet and then just put CC at Chick Foley. Um, <laughs> I should have. You're blocked. Since I'm blocked. <laughs> you're blocked on, you know? on Twitter too, or just, just Instagram. No, I don't think, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm blocked on Twitter. I don't think he knows me on Twitter. I don't have a very, I don't have a very strong Twitter yeah, presence. Yeah. So just um, to go back on what you guys said about oh, what um, Sheena said about it, people being hung up on it being the greatest wrestling match ever. 
Um, I think that's just what it was. Like people hung up on like the physicality of it. Yeah. Being mm-hmm. a wrestling match. Like people hung up like, Oh my God, they got to watch these guys in the ring for 45 minutes and they're not going to do a good job. Obviously it's edge and Randy Orton. They're going to do a great job, but I, I think people are missing the point that it was, it's the greatest wrestling match ever because of what they, it, it was a concept. It wasn't like the actual wrestling part of the match. It was like the actual match itself. If you guys, if you think of it that way, so like, like you said, like the the MSG microphones coming down and yeah, yeah, thing to the intros, um, the old school referee gear, the camera angles, the, yeah. the they took you through the different state. If you notice, they took you through the different stages of professional wrestling throughout the match. Yeah, they started off with the holds and the headlocks yeah. and all that stuff, and then they transitioned to like the attitude era stuff when they went outside there throwing each other into barricades and like doing all this stuff then they then they did like the high spots and like you yeah they take you those like that's why it's the greatest wrestling match ever because they they took you through like wrestling history almost through that well and that whole 45 you minutes. can you can sorry to cut you off but you can perfectly curate it right like you know yeah. it's it's like we know because they they reshot things like they were able to you know get things just perfect and polished so they could create the greatest wrestling match of all time whereas if you're shooting something live um, yeah. And in real time, like there's going to be botches. There's going to be things that don't go your way and you can't redo them. Right. Versus yeah. like this, if there's a botch, you can do it until you get it perfect or until you tear the other person's tricep off the bone. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you know, like I said, it, it's, it's almost like a movie. Like I saw someone um, compare it to like, you can't like people are like, Oh, it wasn't the greatest wrestling match of all time. Um, because you know, they, they cut and did all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but that's like comparing, like saying, like Rocky, you know what I'm saying? You can't say Rocky's the best boxing match of all time. You yeah, know, like, yeah. like yeah. it's it's because it's a, it's a movie. It's a, it's a cinematic experience. You know, it's not yeah. real boxing. Like this is what wrestling is. You know what I mean? Like at this point we are creating movies versus like the, a real live sports entertainment experience. Yeah. So Vince McMahon said he makes movies on that, mm-hmm. uh, on the, uh, what was it? Was it beyond the mat? Was it that documentary where he said it? I can't remember. They go, I forget. It was either beyond. Yeah, it was beyond the mat. Um, with a um, the documentary guy asked him, he was, oh, he's like, oh, what do you, something about like wrestling matches. He's like, oh, we don't make matches. We make we make movies, pal. That's what we do here. And he does like the characters, the presentation, yeah. everything is a movie. What What did you guys think about them like um, paying homage to like all the the legends of you know wrestling past like you know with the uh, pedigree and the angle slam and the, the you know the un, the unprettier yeah unprettier, like yeah. all yeah all this stuff like what did you guys think about um, that did you feel like it was like overdone or did you feel like it was like a, an important storytelling element in the match? Uh, I thought it was cool. I mean, I, th- I didn't think they had to do that, but it, I felt like the, the announcers played it off well. Like, you know, they're they're pulling out mm-hmm. like, you know, this match is so back and forth. They can't, neither of them can like get the win here. They're even right. pulling like moves from like the past out here to try to help them win. When was the yeah. last time someone kicked out of an RKO? I can't even remember. I don't uh, know. It's, uh, it's, yeah, no, it's nope. a pretty, it's a pretty protected <laughs> move. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah you're not, yeah, you're not going to, you're not going to get hit with the RKO and, and, you know, come out of that but yeah i think um i don't know you know part of me feels like it was good but then the other part of me feels like it kind of took away because here are these two legends in and of themselves wrestling but really like you're you're um tying what they're doing to like 
other great wrestlers. You know what I mean? You're not like nothing they're doing is like original, right? Like, yeah. they're, like yeah. they're only having the greatest wrestling match of all time because they're pulling things from these other great wrestlers. Did they, did they invent a couple <laughs> edge moves? Like what the hell's an edge matic Is that a move he would do? Yeah, that's a move. Yeah, is that a move he would do move. in the past? <laughs> yeah. I've never yeah, uh, grabbed. Yeah, he went from behind and grabbed him and slammed him. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I don't actually. remember that at all. In this, yeah. in the, there was like an executioner or something, right? What's it called? Yeah, the, the executioner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Those are like the, uh, the the Edge and Christian days. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah. just guess, you know, I have a terrible memory, so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, the, the thing I loved about this is that um, it, it, it was logical wrestling. Like, you know, sometimes we had, with any sort of wrestling, we had to suspend our disbelief. But I feel like this really played into like these guys know each other so well that like yep. that the counters made sense right like he knew yep. randy was going to go for the rko like, he knew like what edge was about to do next you know what i mean so yep. it didn't make sense for them just to like fall into the trap and be like yeah. oh my gosh you know like um i didn't know he was coming for an rko it came out of nowhere like he knows like randy's gonna be ready for that and i thought it was really smart storytelling to just be like oh you know like these guys have scouted each other out like for years and years and years, and they know what each other's thinking. Yeah, in the beginning of the match, uh, Edge was hitting like some hip tosses, and he tried one, mm -hmm. and then like Randy just put the brakes on, and like you know you yeah, don't you don't see tracks. that you know you don't yeah. see that in a match. And it was such a little thing, but like. Uh, yeah, great storytelling, you know, it stopped me a little bit when he missed that arm drag. I was like, what? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, you know, he read the arm drag. And then he uh, he tripped him, too. And he was on his back when he's like, he's going to jump over Randy Orton while Randy was laying down. And Randy mm -hmm. Orton put his like put his hand out and he tripped him and he fell out of the ring. And he just sat there like, what the hell? It's like it is. It, if anyone said like I've seen people saying it's not a good. It was a good you're lying to yourself. You didn't think that was like a really good match. If you go yeah. back and watch it multiple times and you see all those things, you're like, God damn it. And dude, so good. Can, we, can we not forget that these are two guys in their forties that yeah. wrestled for over 40 minutes. Guys, if I am, I'm a 34 year old fit female, you know, I've taken care of my body pretty much my entire life. Right. And if I do a 40 minute workout, I am. Gassed. Oh yeah. Oh, you know course. what I mean? I can't imagine being like in my forties being on like going through as much like as put, as put as much on my body as they have over the years and still being able to get in the ring. Shit. Edge has not been in the ring. I mean, he was at WrestleMania in the rumble, but you know what I mean? He's just now knocking the ring rust off from like yeah. a freaking nine year hiatus. Yeah. And he got in there and fought for 40 freaking minutes or like it was oh, 45. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's how much the match yeah. was that we saw. I mean, they, I mean, they probably took yeah. breaks, but I mean, they probably exactly. filmed it for, two yeah. three hours or something so yeah i mean there, yeah I, there was there was a bunch of cool bumps uh I, I think it was really well done do you think a match like this when we when we end of the year when we talk about match of the year do you, do you think you you need to hold this in the same class as like a a match from you know dynamite or raw because you know they do have the advantage of being able to you know say cut and take a break or you know cut things out or is it just you know a wrestling match is a wrestling match I think I think you have to oh, I don't know. I think I think you can put them all in the same category because we're in a different like, you know, we can't live in the past. We're in a different era now. Like yep. things are going to be things are going to be different. We have different capabilities. So you can't separate into like what was cinematic, what was reshot, what was shot live, what was, you know, pre-recorded, all that kind of stuff, because, you know, you're really going to be like breaking down like the minutia. Um, yep. I do think this is going to be at the end of the year. It's already one of the best matches that we've seen all year, you know, definitely one of the best matches that we've seen in a pay-per-view. So I, I think it's going to be a match of the year contender. It's definitely going to be talked about for sure. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm, and it's, 
how many matches? I mean, there's good matches that we we see, you know, every single month. But how many of them do you want to go back and watch again? This is one I definitely will end up. I want to see it again, like pretty like this weekend. Like, yeah, I, like I told you said, I there's told probably Seth, things I, I was like, yeah, I told Seth I was like, dude, yeah, we got. I can't wait to watch this this match because you know him. He's like an encyclopedia of knowledge, so he'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. you know, that's when um, <laughs> you know, our, he's working the shoulder because uh, Edge tore his shoulder at at freaking over the edge 2010. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm like my mind is blown you know so uh since i was at the beach i didn't watch anything else from this card tell me you know give me a match or two that i should go back and watch i know you said the whole card was you know better than expected but is was there was there anything that was you know really well Uh, done well i mean um lashley and uh drew Drew mcintyre that was that was a really good match i thought lashley looked really good better than we've seen him in a long time i thought the ending was a little bit typical wwe it was it was like the stephanie mcmahon triple h ending from like oh, wrestlemania geez. was it 33 where stephanie took the bump off the apron and triple yeah, h was yeah. triple h was so distraught that he, like she got bumped off the apron that seth rollins rolled him up you know what i mean or like so it's just yeah. like it was that exact same ending you know lana caused the the distraction by getting bumped off into mvp and um drew got the win but like i said if you want to see um bobby lashley actually like look good yeah, <laughs> and not, is, and not yeah. like a turtle with no eyebrows. Yeah. He, <laughs> and, uh, then yeah, you should go, you should go back and watch this. Yeah. He, he destroyed Drew McIntyre. Like they made him look like he could easily take that title if he wanted nice. to, which is, which is what I think they set out to. Cause he obviously didn't win, but yeah. I think they like made it. So like Bobby Lashley can take that title whenever he wants to. And that's the message that they, they click. Cause he dominated through the whole match. Mm-hmm. The only reason why he like, Lost was obviously because oh, of wow. Lana came out. and I called it in the Discord too. Before the match came out, I goes, I goes, hey, how's this gonna end? Is it gonna be Lana interrupting the match? That's how he loses. Yeah. Um, and then she literally came out. I was like, called it. Nice. And uh, DJ was like, oh, dude, you're right. I was like, yeah. I, can, I could see it. I was like, I could easily see because Bobby Lashley was like beating the crap out of Drew yeah, McIntyre. Protects like, him, sets match. up another match, and yeah, uh, yeah. I don't and know apparently, if you guys... apparently that is means for divorce because on Monday oh. Uh, oh, Lashley man. Lashley asked for a divorce from Lana. So apparently, if you get if you cause Lashley to lose a title match, then uh, you know. Uh, cut those funds. Uh, yeah, you cut cut it off. <laughs> I guess he hasn't um, been watching those TikTok videos because uh, <laughs> I haven't been watching a lot on TikTok. Does she get pretty pretty uh, scandalous? Not scandalous, uh, just like dance. You know, really good yeah. da- dancing. She's a very good dancer. Lana, very, um, very good dancer. Yeah. Better uh, than better than Peyton Royce. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, oh she was a dancer. God. Mike Lanham is gonna his head's gonna explode oh, when he hears you guys. Uh, that. So I don't know if you guys follow Impact on Instagram. There's really no reason that you should. But uh, they 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 post like video, like full matches on there, and there was I guess there was a McIntyre Lashley title match like from oh, yeah yeah from yep. 2010 or 11 or 12 or something I don't know I just made that year up, but it was actually really good, and they you know they they it just seemed like I, without seeing this match I could tell these guys would mm-hmm. be like you know pretty evenly matched in the ring, a great like you know two horses going at it. So I will check that out. And you said Marco, there was a kind of a cinematic match. On this card, I'm gonna. I, yes. I, I have, oh, there. Yeah, there was. Yeah. I'm assuming. Oh, it's you the didn't street... find out what it was. Right? No, no. I've stayed away from all spoilers, but I'm assuming it's the Street Profits Raiders match because that would. Yeah, it's the yes, Viking, it is. the Viking Profits. Yeah. It right is. Wait. Profits. Yeah, is it Viking Profits? Yeah. It was what? Right okay. up my. I was gonna say the right, Street Raiders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been actually really good too. Yeah. Um, it was right up my alley too because. You know my love for corny action movies. Okay. And they, oh, yeah, it was that, definitely so like, corny action yeah, movie. Yeah, it was so yeah. good. Um, but uh, they, no, you know, I talked about like 
each cinematic thing that they did was kind of like a different type of genre movie. Yeah, yeah. This was say a corny action movie where like the Money in the Bank was like the goofy comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boneyard Match was like an action like thriller type of movie. Uh, this was definitely the corny like but almost like a buddy cop like <laughs> yeah. action movie. It was it was, a, it was I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people like. I'm not even sure what the I didn't see really anyone say anything Russell, bad about it yeah. or anything good about it. I think people just like I'm assuming everyone loved it, but just yeah. it, so they set it up where like oh the Viking Raiders are challenging the Street Profits for their title. So like the pay per view is going on. Did you see Todd Phillips go? Oh oh, we got to go to the back. There's there's a commotion going on. It's like huh. they're just brawling with each other, beating the crap out of yeah. each other, and that just sets off this. Weird chain, chain this chain of events yeah, is just, just like, like so bizarre. Yeah, there's golf clubs come out of the out of there's the axes like, and turkey legs, yeah, bowling and balls, ninjas, uh, ninjas. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> alligator looked like at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, um, wow. it was freaking ref Jess flirting with um Ivar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rev Jess. Um, Montez Ford just showing he's an absolute star. And a he is. He is. He is awesome. But yeah, so like um. You know, Viking Raiders and Prophets are like going back and forth, and all of it like they're having this match, and like they get they get kind of broken up, and all of a sudden Ivar like he'll get knocked out, and he starts going into these like Scooby Doo hallucinations, yeah. where it's like you know like the Wayne's World like do 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 do, you know, um, and then he like he remembers back to when um freaking uh what's the other one's name Eric. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Whenever Eric um is getting like punked out all the time, like it's like his like you know best best memory of all time of Eric getting punked out, and then he's like, everyone's like, oh, you're so cute, and like you, not so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But, yeah. Uh, no, it was it was really yeah. Definitely go back and watch that. Watch right, the uh, Edge match. Yeah. Um, the Bronx Roman match you could probably skip. I totally forgot that was on there. It was it was all right. It wasn't. You love you love John Morrison though, so you'll probably enjoy. I do, match. but yeah. I don't know if this is the best uh, <laughs> setting for his talents. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Um, I missed both. I guess you know I, I got to watch the matches like you know here and there. Uh, I missed both female matches somehow. Oh, the um, tag match. The, I missed the tag match and the freaking um, Oscar versus Nia Jax. Was there anything yeah. noteworthy in either of those matches? Uh, no, people were mad that it was a countout for the uh, the Nia Jax and Oscar match. But oh, just a safe face on both of them, I'm assuming. Because, um, you know, Charlotte's going to pop up at some point. Yeah. Um, in the in the play. But, yeah, that, that match was good. The tag match was really good. Always enjoy seeing Bailey um, and Iconics. Your, your favorite wrestler, Sheamus, defeated Jeff Hardy. Oh, I, yes, call, I called that, yeah. I think. I think I called which, that. Yeah, yeah, which I thought, um, I, I don't know. I just thought, for some reason, I thought Jeff Hardy was going to was gonna win this That's one. I don't friend. know. I guess after getting getting called a junkie, I was like, okay, well, you yeah, know, right? completely like, you know, just dragging all of his personal business across public television, you know, and making him look like a total like <laughs> loser. Um, I thought he would actually get the get the over, but you know, I guess having piss thrown in your face is oh my God. like you 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 got you got to win because if you get pissed on in your face and you lose, then there's no coming back from that. You know what I mean? So we had yeah. we had uh, Mike Lanham substitute in for you, Sheena, last week for your picks. Uh, Marco, did you? Thank did you, you, Mike. Thank you, Mike yeah, Lanham. He he did really well. Uh, do we have a do we have a a new champion, Marco? We t- we actually tied. Who me, me and, and you? Mike. Oh my god, again? Uh, you and Mike? Yeah. Oh yeah, man, me and Mike tied. You're getting through oh by the skin god. of your teeth, dude. Yeah, man, just holding on. Yeah, so it was uh, let me pull up my note 
a sticky note here. So the third paper view in a row. Well, I guess I guess yeah, so uh, me, Mike Lanham forfeits because he's not here. I mean, you know, he can't. You can't. Well, he was he, he was fighting in your honor. Yeah, I know. Ref, he was ref, he was a uh, oh, well, ref. Do so, the ten count ten count ref. What's it, what was it called in uh, um, Hunger Games, like uh, in uh, Tribute? At tribute, vo- yeah. Volunteer's Tribute. Yeah, yeah he volunteered his um, Tribute. Yeah. yeah, so it was, uh, so Mike picked Seamus, and we both picked Jeff, actually. Oh, I picked we, Jeff? What was I thinking? Yeah, we, both, we, we picked Jeff, yeah. So wait, wait, if I would have picked Seamus, I would have won the title? Maybe. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, we, all, we all picked Braun wow. to win. We all picked Drew to win. Okay. Um, yes. You picked Nia Jax. You and Mike picked Naya. I picked Oscar. I guess it didn't. It didn't really matter, though. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh. The let me see. Me so and you what? picked uh, the Boston Hug Connection. Mike picked the Iconics. Bias because he's in love with somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then you guys picked Apollo. I picked Andrade, and then we all picked Orton. Okay. okay. So we can settle this the only way that things can be settled. Uh, since we can see each other, I think we should do a quick game of. Rock, paper, scissors to decide who is going to win this. Wait, so all three of us tied? Uh, let me see. Marco, you're supposed to have these stats pulled up. I know. Well, man. I do have them, but like, I never. I don't have like the score. I think, so our, our, I think you need. A, I think you need a new intern since you're. Part I think. Of the I show think Marco now. needs. A, I think Marco needs his own intern. I need a. Yeah, I need a vacation. That's what I need. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I need to be like Phil on vacation. Yeah. Mike Lanham, would you like to apply to be? Marco's intern. <laughs> when Seth comes back, we got like a you know. That's that's true. We got a best boy or whatever they call it, like a. You know. <laughs> yeah. He'll oh, be. Two, one. Yeah, so it was like four four. Yeah. So we like we like even. But okay. then the Viking Raiders match happened, so I was like, we should just throw the whole thing out because the, the Viking match. Raiders can't doesn't have a there's no definitive ending there yeah, so, so like, we, that doesn't count that 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 matches a wash so it's okay. four 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 all right marco like let's go okay this is this is for all this is our so all three or on shoot okay um so oh, one, we're gonna two, go three, shoot one two, one, three, two shoot. three and then go no one two three and then go okay, okay. all right one two three go okay what'd you throw marco scissors um scissors <gasps> too Rock bitches! Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> what, a, what the hell? What an upset! I I'm just a, rock bottom your ass. On Father's Day, this is on, unbelievable. On, yeah, on Father's Day, how could she do this to us? Sheena when gets the, if, when, you're the, when you're the mother and the father, you gonna win that. <laughs> oh my god! <gasps> Sheena takes the title back. That's wow! My real brain's fist right now. <laughs> Oh All God. right, let's uh, let's oh, f- let's fly through um, uh, Raw and Smack. Well, we talked about SmackDown. Yeah, I don't think we touched on all the things that were important on Raw and SmackDown. I think let's let's do a quick little run through, make sure there's nothing that we missed. But I think we uh, we said Lana's filing for divorce. Uh, the Viking prophets. Akira Tozawa has a big giant ninja friend that is we. He's still un- I mean, well, he we know who he is. He's a developmental talent, but we don't know what his gimmick is besides being Akira Tozawa's like you know henchman. So okay. Um, and then Dominic, I did not see this. Marco Dominic got one up on Seth Rollins. I fell asleep uh, obviously because I haven't slept oh, in days. Oh, was the best part of them. I know. I ha- I'm going to go back and watch it because I, I was actually invested in this like Dominic Seth Rollins thing. So what happened there? Yeah. So they. Uh, so if you. So I. I. I frequent Twitter a lot. So like, they had it set up where they posted some screenshots of uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic of their their chat on their phones. Like 
hey, Dominic, where are you? And Dominic's like, oh, nowhere. I'm just I'm traveling somewhere real quick. And Ray's like, no, you better not be going to where I think you are, that type of thing. Mm. Um, so he was, So then, like, he posted a picture of himself, Dominic, like, on a plane. So you knew he was going there. Yeah. So he went there by himself. So no Ray Mysterio shows up. No dad. Show. Yeah, no dad, just by himself. So um, Rollins is out there cutting his promo, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then Ray Mysterio pops up on the screen, does his thing, um, his rebuttal back to Seth Rollins. Well, you're and then, like, out of, you don't even see Dominic on the screen. You just see, like, the camera's focus on Seth. He, he's talking to Ray. He's talking to the screen. He just, mm-hmm. bam, gets hit from behind. And just nice. wheels on him. So I was kicking the crap out of Seth Rollins. And then uh, the disciples are out there. They're like, they're on the outside. They're like, what the hell do we do? And Seth Rollins is like, get in here. And then he, he like, he gets he gets away from him. He like, he avoids both of them. Right. Jumps the barricade. And they're like banging on the, the glass because he's behind the glass. Like he jumps <laughs> around. And they're like banging on the glass. And like, we're going to kill you. Uh, it was it was really good. It was like I was like, huh? He could move. He's agile for a big dude. Okay. I'm curious. I'm yeah. I'm curious. I'm I'm into this. I want to see. I want to see where it goes. So, okay, so let me. Time. Yeah. Oh, we we didn't touch on. So Randy came out after obviously he defeated. Uh, yeah, yeah. He defeated Edge and told him. Um, by the way, we we totally skipped over the oh. fact that the, that the the camera was on edge or sorry was on randy orton as he whispered in edge's ear i don't know if he didn't think that we could hear him but he said i'm gonna effing kill you yeah. um <laughs> but he but yeah, he, he legit like dropped the <laughs> f-bomb so right on camera wow. and I, I like literally wrote in the chat i was like did he just say i'm gonna effing kill you and everybody was like yep yeah, um yeah. so yeah it took me a minute i was like took me like out for a second i'm like that's not a normal word we hear on wwe television but anyway after he effing killed edge um he came out and was talking about edge and you know blah 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 and then christian comes out to defend edge's honor and they end up uh he challenges christian tells him he's kind of washed up and whatnot and uh he challenges christian to an unsanctioned match and christian has till the end of the night to accept christian accepts all like big show and rick flair try to talk him out of it he's not having it um and he gets his head kicked off uh and leaves <laughs> and leaves on a stretcher at the end of the night so um it was a short-lived return for our buddy christian yeah. interesting okay mm-hmm. with an assist from rick flair though too that was <clears> the <throat> other that was the other uh tidbit. rick flair gave him the low blow oh and, man uh, and randy kicked his head off yeah, I guess, I, guess, I guess Randy can't give two low blows, you know, back-to-back yeah. nights, you know. Gotta, gotta have somebody else do it for you. So they got that, you know, evolution connection. Did yeah, you, but did, yeah, you, was... did you see people are posting pictures? Of, like, I guess there's some app on your iPhone where you can, like, face scan somebody, a picture. Oh, face and, app. Yeah, face yeah, app. Yeah, I have that. And yeah. uh, they posted some, I tweeted about it last night. Somebody posted pictures of Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins as women, as like women. what they would look oh, like man. as women. Oh my I'm god! Mad. Roman Reigns is so goddamn hot. She looks like yeah, uh, <laughs> looks like the girl that used to be uh, Gina Gina something. That's like an actress now. Gina Gershon? No, G- Gina Carano or something like. Oh, uh, oh uh, yeah, uh, the MMA fighter. Yeah, yeah, she was that's an MMA right fighter. Yeah, but you know, obviously she's got the tattoos, and I, I don't know what Seth Rollins looks like, but she looks like like somebody that would like Seth Rollins looked like Stephanie McMahon yeah literally, yeah kind of as a woman which is kind of strange it makes sense at the same time uh oh, so much anything else from Raw before we get into NXT I mean uh AEW because I actually watched that so I got some thoughts on AEW 
No, um, Drew McIntyre um, and R Truth. Oh, were, that was they, yeah, that was actually, that was a fun match. They defeated Bobby Lashley and MVP, and um, Drew is just a certified freaking star. Dude. Like he made he made R Truth feel like important, and I just think he just he just did such a good job. Like I'm I'm really really sad that Drew is is living out his championship dream during this like COVID-19 I, I feel like he yeah. deserves I'm hoping he they don't take it off better, before, you know? uh, before this all ends because you're right and he does and he does what you wanted to do he's out there he's putting on good matches on free TV and he's elevating other people kind of like what Cody's yeah. doing on uh, Dynamite so this is this is so crazy like I really wish that I could go back to like last like September, October, when I was literally just hammering on Drew McIntyre, like how bad I hated Drew McIntyre. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, he was now, he was a terrible character. You had the right to hate him, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. And you know, everybody told me like, oh, he's gonna be such a great champion, and I'm like, how? No, <laughs> like, ew, you know, I don't want to see Drew McIntyre as champion. And now I'm like, oh my god, Sheena, you were so wrong. Uh, um, so yeah, I, I, I'm sad that this is happening to Drew, but I have no doubt. Hopefully, you know, if they do take it off of him, hopefully he gets to, you know, have another title reign in the near future. Uh, so over to an uh, AW Dynamite, uh, we saw the uh, debut of a couple, I think, two females, right? Anna J. Who uh, yeah. is rather attractive and a very good wrestler, and uh, I don't know if you watched it, Sheena, but a- Ab- Abaddon, 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 yep, Abaddon. Google that name, Sheena. I watched a, um, I watched a little bit of it. I watched the um, MJF versus the the Gun Club, and then I think I fell asleep. No, um, let I me see. Ab- I need you to Google Abaddon. this chick because Abaddon was uh, like the second. That was the second match. I was after the yeah. uh, the Hangman. The Hangman. Oh yeah, match. I was. I was. What in the Hell, Marilyn Manson is this yeah. shenanigans. Yep. And how, yeah. how how about she she won the match and then uh of course no. the, the dark no, order. No, no, yeah. no, no. Where did it where did she come from? I don't I know. Cannot... I don't know. But I, listen, she okay. is... uh, maybe I'm having a knee jerk reaction. Let me let me collect myself and think about this. Because I love horror stuff. I love yeah, bloody she's creepy as hell. paranormal, creepy, exorcist style stuff right but what in the god's hell is this <laughs> i don't understand yeah is yeah, she supernatural uh, she, like, she didn't really she do it like she's a pretty good wrestler but she didn't really do anything supernatural uh as far does as she i remember her eyeball shut like what or does no, she only have she's one got eye? contact i think she's got does a red contact in one eye and a white contact a blue, in the other yeah white or blue one or something like that yeah wouldn't, wouldn't yeah, you she, say like uh sheena if someone were if they were to recruit a a female to the dark order that she would be a, a perfect candidate yeah yeah so, so they came to the ring and they recruited the uh the girl that 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 lost to abaddon uh for some reason so a totally missed opportunity in my mind because what what do you do with this character? Because she's definitely shocking. I don't know if she's yeah. a, a sports based yeah. look uh, or anything, but uh, she's from RMP Wrestling out of Denver. Okay. Um, they call her the Living Dead Girl. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good description. If that, anyone, yeah. anyone is listening to this, stop what you're doing right now and Google this. It's A B A D O N. If you didn't like, didn't watch Dynamite. Um, Abaddon likely arrived at that name because it is a close to the Hebrew word Abaddon, which is essentially a bottomless pit of destruction. Uh, that seems to fit this character's persona perfectly. Oh, huh. God. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I feel I feel bad for having that knee jerk reaction, but like I just feel like sometimes I don't know. Well, I mean, that's AEW, the reaction a- they want, right? AEW is supposed to be like real sports. You know, I guess they have a wrestling dinosaur, so I don't know what I'm talking about. They had an alien, um, alien, <laughs> alien girl. So yeah, I, I have a girl that's an alien. They're so past yeah. that, but I mean, anyway, <laughs> in, her, in her defense, she was a, she was a pretty good wrestler. So it will it will be interesting to see where they go with her. But I was just shocked when the Dark Order came down and recruited like the like Spice Girl looking girl that lost to her. So um, yeah. so let me well, look up this uh, Anna J. Yeah, she's uh she she definitely is uh hopefully on TikTok because uh she's very attractive uh. and also was a good wrestler. So. Yeah, she, is. she did... looks uh, Playboy Bunny adjacent. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and they did it. They did a video package for her before the match, but yep. she had a, like a like a yeah. So when I was a little, I used to love, I loved wrestling. I love, that's why I want to be like they gave her this whole video package, and then she loses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so Abaddon won the match. Abaddon yeah. Won. What's, her, what's like her? What's her like finishing move? Does she like bite your like jugular vein out or what? I don't know. I, I don't what remember. <laughs> Yeah, I totally forgot. Whatever. It does feel weird that a creature like that would would care about like wins, like actually want to pin someone, you know, like if it yeah. was, if this was real life. But oh uh, my god, maybe she's Sister Abigail. That would have been and pretty she cool. Got, yeah. And she got yeah, she got furloughed, yeah. and now she's worried. <laughs> she got fired. From <laughs> I thought it would be funny to like have have Penelope Ford take her to like the mall and try to like do give her a makeover and like do some oh. vignettes. My, they're gonna God. have to do that. Sometime. Yeah, like yeah. something like that would be hilarious. Like you know, that or like take her so to a salon or something. And, yeah. you know. yes. Britt Baker should offer to fix her teeth. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, she no, brings it coming. to the uh, Britt Baker's uh, office. And... Yes. <laughs> Britt, Britt Baker <laughs> was have... one of the uh, best parts of the show. By the way, she st- continues to kill it. It sucks that yeah. she's gonna be out. She for is the best part. Months. She was the best part of that whole yeah. show. She's passing Tony Schiavone notes on a zip line. Like she had like a little like um, yeah. like a like a yeah. a rig that she had um she oh would like attach God. a note to it. And yeah, like I have to go back. And, I have to go back and watch AEW this and week. Make, I need would... to see Abaddon and I need to see this yeah. pulley system. That yeah, she was awesome. Her. She's great. Yeah. So uh, I don't. Mike Mike had, Lanham had a good point that it's they probably shouldn't have um, Britt Baker on every single week because it's going to get old yeah, eventually. True. But they they have to. I mean, she's she's yeah, no, just she killing it. She's killing it. Uh, Sheena, you yeah. talked about the MGF match. It was, re- you know, really well done. I think MGF continues yep. to get better every single week. Uh, beats Billy Gunn, who uh, I don't know how we we talked about how he's able to use Billy Gunn. I guess he's he owns that name or or something. But that's cool. They get to use that. Um, Cody continues his uh, open challenge for the TNT title. Defeats Ricky Starks, who I had never heard of, but I guess he was a former NWA. Uh, world champion, so that's yep. another another new signing for AEW. We saw the Young Bucks in action in another tag team match. Uh, here's my first complaint of the show, really. Every oh, single <clears throat> every single tag team match on AEW ends with another tag team coming in and, and messing it up. Literally, literally yep. you can't tell me. I mean, there hasn't been one single match that doesn't. Yeah, I mean, you're you're kind of right, but you know, at least they care about tag team wrestling. You know. Yeah, there's true. there's that. I mean, at least they have like some legitimate yeah. tag teams, whereas WWE oh, just 100. percent Yeah, they don't give they don't give any crap about tag team wrestling. But yeah, there definitely needs to be a different methodology other than just like, hey, no, we're gonna come in and win this match. You know? Yep. We saw the Butcher and the Blade. They are now, I guess, 
oh, moved painters? past. Painters, yeah. yeah, they look uh. like they're going, working at Sherman Williams now. Uh, but yeah, they've moved past the uh, the uh, the horror movie gimmick, I guess. And, and then we saw the uh, the revival come in. So there was a four four teams in the ring. I guess we're gonna get maybe an eight eight man tag next week or something. We will see. Um, mm. And the the finale was uh, the best friends against uh, less sex gods. Which is a, which is a great uh, tag team I name. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened. I did not see the end here, and that seems to be the biggest thing with Cody and I guess pre, like pre, a little premonition that we're going to get a, a four horseman, Marco. No, well, that was during the that was it. He did a promo uh, before his match. Oh, okay. I watched that. The, I, I must the end of the attention. the end of it was um, well, the sex gods. They end up losing as the best friends. I was like a number one contendership on the line match. Um, so the sex gods would not be facing the uh, current uh, AEW tag team champions. But uh, one of the cameramen was uh, was Orange Cassidy. That was cool. So they give, yeah, so he's dressing something other than a denim getup. He's wearing all black, and he had, like, the mask on because obviously COVID. Um, so he puts the camera down, takes the hat off. And he gets behind Jericho and just kicks the crap out of Jericho. He's he's so good. That's another one. So like MJF, uh, Britt Baker, Orange Cassidy. Oh, yeah. Those are like the, the yep. best, brightest, shining stars for sure uh, for right sure. now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he gave some kind of like so he's so he's talking about uh, Cody. So he's basically saying, you know, he's like, I was out here last week, got beat up, no one came out and helped me, that type of thing. Um, so he's like, am I even like elite anymore? Or am I a Am I a part of this group? He wasn't in the uh, stadium match. Mm. Um, so basically, he's like, yeah, I don't know. And he's like, so he's like scratching his face, but he's doing he's doing the four fingers. He's doing the four horsemen. So he's like going like this. He's like, eh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's something. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, and then he like cuts it off. So like me and Zach were going back and forth in the chat. And he's like, he's like, oh, look at the look at the last four seconds, the last five seconds. And I'm like, oh, I threw up the fours. He's like, yeah. So it looks like they may be. I mean, I haven't but read who? anything about this. Like, who's going to be the four horsemen? Probably Cody, FDR, FTR, and Sean Spears. That's uh, on our. That's 100% what it's going to be. 100%. Oh, yeah. It's such a tough... I mean, I guess Arn Anderson owns the, the horseman yeah, he, trademark, you said, Marco. Yeah, he's a crea- he's, he created the horseman. He yeah. founded it's and still, created with, Without Ric Flair, it's not, the, it's not the four horsemen. Do, yeah, some, do something Cody different. In his place. Do, the new oh, age my horseman. God. You cannot compare Cody Rhodes <laughs> to Ric Style Flair. Just do the Bullet Club. Just do the. Just bring back the Bullet Club instead. I told you, 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 can't, you, can't, uh, you can't do new Bullet Japan. Club. They already, have the, they already have the Gun Club. Oh, yeah. Well, no, New Japan owns... The Bullet Club. That's there. That's yeah. they place sad. But yeah, so you, you can't, can't, can't have two that. gun references. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the Elite is owned by Young Bucks. That's why they could use the Elite. That they. Mm-hmm. That's their copyright. But yeah, you, you'd have to go with Four Horsemen. There's no other name. I said like the Co- Club Cody. That's the only thing I can think of. They would <laughs> do something wow. with like that type of name. But um, I, it's gonna be the Horsemen. That's gonna happen. It's Cody and like friends. Sean Spears. Yeah, so, Sean, Spe- Sean Spears. I, mean, FTR. I like the revival in there. They fit that. I that. mean, yeah. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing inherently wrong with those four guys being a faction. I just don't like it being called the Four Horsemen. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. You know what I mean? I'm like, I think you. I think that's where you're messing up. Is like, it just come up with something original. Come up with something that only that AEW owns. You know what I mean? Why do we want to take something that Arn Anderson owns? Like, make something that you own and you trademark and you can make merch for and you can do all that. You know, like, stop just stop stealing shit from the past. Like, yeah. it's not going to feel nostalgic. Like, the Four Horsemen is not going to feel. I, I have no nostalgia toward FTR, Cody, and Sean Spears. 
you know what I mean? Yeah, like that. That's a yeah. Fact. yeah. It well, does, we'll have if Tully and Orn there because they're they work there, I guess. But yeah, they'll be the yeah. But I mean, but yeah, but yeah. then you got you know, the four horsemen plus two former horsemen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just awkward. And I guess are they would they be heels and the elite would be faces and we'd get a showdown between them? I guess. I mean, or are we gonna which is two? cool. I'm cool with that. I, I think I think that. that's a I think that's a good idea. I, I don't. I'm 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 with that. Yeah. Just be just come up with something different than the horsemen because I, I think that's gonna fall flat. Yeah, I mean that would give us three I mean you have uh the inner circle, then you'd have the horsemen, you'd have the elite, you'd have three um, pretty major factions in mm-hmm. AEW, which you know I'm a big I'm a huge fan of stables, so I can't complain about that. Um so that's that's it from AEW. Pretty good show. I guess Fighter Fest is not next week, but it's the week after. I don't, I don't think we should do predictions it's the, it's for the that. Week, it's the week after and the week after. Yeah, it's yeah. two weeks. Yeah, it's, like so this, it's two, yeah, two the weeks. first and the eighth. Yeah. And that's, I don't feel like that's a pay-per-view quality to do predictions, even though she, no, she is the show. champ. Yeah. Damn. Uh, anything from NXT that we should uh, uh, of note, Marco? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Let me move on to – oh, NXT, actually, NXT. anything. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Imperium won. They beat Breezango, which I figured that was going to happen. Um, I mean, the main the main story is Adam Cole and his his uh his uh what's going to happen with his NXT championship. Looks like mm-hmm. he has is up to like four uh, four guys that want to want to shot at his title. Um, so the remember we talked about last week where um, Scarlett came out with that uh, hourglass yeah. and she mm-hmm. turned it. And now it's supposed to like run run the course and then Karrion Cross is going to come out and do whatever. Uh, well, Keith Lee said no to that and he smashed the shit out of that thing. Oh, damn. He goes, he goes your time is up when I say it is he just throws it and just smashes it. So I'm assuming he's going to come cross paths with Karrion Cross. Um, but yeah, so it looks like uh, Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, and Keith Lee all want a shot at uh, Adam Cole's title. Can we uh, just ask, though, who named this kid Karrion? What kind of name is yeah, that? That sounds like the like that sounds like annoying it's, kid. Yeah, Karrion. It's, yeah, it sounds like face. some. It sounds like some freaking crunchy ass homeschool mom. That's yeah. like you know, you know, Karrion, He loves <laughs> the sciences, and you know, he really loves to play with his Montessori toys. Like he's you know allergic what I mean? to like, shellfish. He's allergic to shellfish, and he doesn't eat processed sugar. Carrion, I told you, we do not get, oh do not get on the table, Carrion. Put no your feet sweater on, vest back on. No feet Put on the table. Vest. Yeah, like, I mean, this yeah. guy is like, I mean, Killer Cross. I mean, I, I'm sure they can't use Killer Cross, yeah. but I mean, Killer Cross is like badass, right? Yeah. And then you, yeah. you you change that to Car- Carrion. That's how I'm going to read it every time I every yeah, time Carrion. I hear it. <laughs> Carrion. Yeah, you should be playing lacrosse for. Uh, Duke or something with that name. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't like carrying cross. I just feel like it, it could be so much. You know, the, yeah. there's, there's much better alliterations than carrying cross. Yeah. yeah. yeah so it uh, looks like next week uh, they'll have a. Uh, it'll be a triple threat match with uh, Keith Lee, Johnny Gargano, and uh, Finn Balor. Whoever wins that wins the North American title, as well as they get a shot at Adam Cole. So when they get the shot at Adam Cole, it'll be a winner take all match. So they get both titles. Mm. So, jeez, um, who's your prediction of who is taking all the gold? Do you think they keep it on? Is Adam Cole finished? No, I think he's there? got. I think he's done. I think. Uh, I don't know. 
Keith Lee, and then we see Keith Lee carrying cross like uh I could see Keith Lee. Battle of the Behemoths, the big mm-hmm. dude season. Big dude effect. season. I'm gonna say Adam Cole's gonna keep it and he's gonna lose the belt to, to Cross eventually. Because huh. you can't have like we like we keep saying that Cross is gonna you know, he's gonna win the title sooner than later. So you can't give it to Keith Lee and just have them immediately drop it to to cross. True, yeah, yeah um, true. But uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think I think Carrion's going to be the one to dethrone Adam Cole. That makes the most sense. Uh, not to have you don't need Keith Lee to be a transitional champion, you know. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean they've definitely done a good job of building Carrion up and making him Carrion. God, they cross. They've done a good job building Cross up and making him. Feel like a badass, except for giving him the name Carrion. Carrion. <laughs> well, we forgot to mention that this segment has been sponsored by our friends at Chalkline. I apologize. You can use code Chick for fifteen percent off there. And oh, uh, they, I are... missed the Attitude Era shorts today. You guys from Chalkline. Oh yeah, they went that fast. Oh, yeah. so so fast. Like, Jeez. and I, I'm really good about getting on, and I just totally forgot to set an alarm. And I looked up, and it was like literally like fifteen minutes after, yeah, and I missed. Um, so oh, I think they're no. going to do pre-order. I missed them twice in a row now. So, yeah, definitely keep your ears to the ground because Chalkline is putting out some straight fire, baby. Yeah. they got some WrestleFest shorts that are coming oh, out. I can't wait. Like, Those look sick, yeah. too. Yep. The Warrior ones. Oh, yeah. Sick. Good stuff. So, yeah, this, this segment is sponsored by Chalkline. I just had to interject because my heartache. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so that's it from NXT. And we did see Sasha and Bailey show up and defend the titles, which uh, we, we had – heard that was going to happen like six months ago but hopefully that continues and you know since they're all wrestling at the same place we can uh see some of these nxt ladies get some tv time and a tag team match so uh let's go outside the squared circle this is brought to you in part by our friends at collar and elbow it's collar and elbow brand dot com it's use code chick there for 10 percent off if you can uh, see the trend here um Sounds like there has been a COVID nineteen appearance at the uh, the PC. I don't know if he is going to wrestle, but COVID nineteen is there, and um, mm-hmm. we'll see what he does. What do you think about COVID nineteen at the PC? <laughs> he's been spotted. I don't know. You know, I know he came from Ring of Honor, um, and I've heard he's been pretty pretty do- pretty dominant over at Ring of Honor. So. Uh, yeah, I'm not oh. sure how he's going to transition to the big to the big stage here. We probably shouldn't make jokes about pandemics, but at this point, it is pretty uh, pretty crazy. Yeah. But um, it sounds like they're going to start testing everyone, which I don't know how they haven't gotten away with testing people yet. But uh, they delayed all the tapings. Marco, I guess they started back up as of yesterday. Yeah, so they are, so they were they they are testing, or they are currently testing people. They were doing that. Oh, they were. Okay. Is this like, yeah? So I guess like. Someone, so there was a rumor that they started letting like friends or friends of like, like talent and stuff like that in to mm-hmm. these things into the crowd yeah. or what? Yeah, to like the crowd, like the there were a couple. Like, there were a couple of older gentlemen in the yeah. in the audience this week. Like somebody's somebody's dad or grandpa was there yeah. in the, in the audience. Some, yeah, some strangers. Um, but yeah, so it seems like they like kind of slipped up, and you know that's that's what happens nowadays. So. Um, True, but I don't know. Sense. I mean, it 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 does suck, you know, because I, I think WWE's done a really good job of keeping their um, keeping their audience very like you know um, politically correct and you know keeping them social distanced and yeah. all of that. Whereas AEW, their their crowd is like all over each other, which is made up of you know talent and stuff. Um, but I 
I really enjoy the AEW crowd more than the, oh, yeah, the, the WWE crowd because <laughs> yeah. like there there's actually like interaction with the with the AEW crowd and like they're like it it they serve a purpose like you can see like the AEW talent like scouting the matches and you know there's interaction between the, the talent whereas like WWE it literally looks like you know 2K where it's just like people clapping and you know yeah like, like <laughs> pumping their fists the same people like, were cheering yeah. they were cheering Edge and also cheering Orton like the same time like yeah it, it's 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 not yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> for those of you who can't see Phil's like doing like you know putting his hands on the side of his mouth like pu- pumping his fists uh, just like you would walk. see in 2K yeah <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I, which was really unfortunate because you know they're boring ass crowd. They're the ones that brought in the freaking coronavirus. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh, so yeah, hopefully they have that all correct and it doesn't slow down. Uh, you know, Raw and SmackDown tapings going forward. Uh, KO Kevin Owens uh, decided not to show up for tapings. Uh, of course, the dirt sheets made a big deal about that, but I'm assuming they told everybody like, hey, if you don't feel safe, uh, don't don't show up. Uh, so that was understandable. Charlotte Flair had to ad- address the, uh, you know, the reason why she's on every goddamn show, and she put it really well. Like, you know, I've yeah. been here. I don't take vacations. I don't get sick. I don't get hurt. Uh, I, you know, I'm a whatever hundred time champion. You know, so go kiss, kiss my <laughs> ass, basically. But uh, you know, as uh, as t- uh, tired of her as we may be, like you know, she's definitely been the one constant during all of this uh, across all yep. brands so yeah yeah and she always delivers you know uh, i think a lot of people hate on her because she does she is like the face of the women's division whether we like to admit it or not i mean we all have our favorites some people are sasha banks people some people love bailey some people love alexa bliss but i mean when you think about it when you think about the women's division you think about charlotte flair i mean yeah. there's just there's just no two ways about it i mean she's a certain Certified freaking certified um, g- genetically superior star, right? Certified um, genetic so, bona fide stud. Yeah, <laughs> bona fide stud. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, they they just know wherever they put her, she's gonna elevate whoever she's working with, you know. And even though I, I think I think her going down to NXT, people are like, well, what was the point, you know, if she was just gonna lose? But she she elevated that match she elevated eo and she elevated uh uh my girl ria jesus christ i can't believe i can't remember her name ria um and you know everybody's pissed off you know they're like well what about ria and he's i'm like she's still so young i mean what's Rhea like 22 yeah you know she's got a lot of mileage left you know what i mean like we don't want it to be a situation where it's like you know she's a shooting star and she just like pre-peaks and then you know like fades off into oblivion we want ria to have a long steady career uh so i think you know I, I don't see it like that. I don't see like they like shit on Rhea at all. No, not yeah. at all. I mean, I think you you know you saw Shawn Michaels come up in WrestleMania, you know, seven, eight, whatever, and he's like wrestling the first match of the night. You know, probably yeah. the best wrestler on the whole card. But uh, you know, you, you can't rush things. You know, and it's hard not to mm-hmm. do that these days because yeah, you know, people want to see the the newest matchup, and they're you know they're tired of Randy Orton, even though he's putting on good matches. They want to see somebody different. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, speaking of Randy Orton, we have uh, differing opinions on what he said about um, 
was that on uh, a podcast or uh, that was on? Uh, yeah, it was, was on Corey Graves. Graves. It was yeah. called Behind the Bell, right? Or not Behind yeah. the Bell. What's it? Beyond the Bell. What's the name of his damn podcast? Over the uh, Over the uh, Bell. After the it's after the Bell. <laughs> ATB. Corey Graves ATB. <laughs> it's after Beyond the Over the Bell. During dark the side bell. of Dark side dark of the Bell. Side of the bell. <laughs> dark side of the Bell. Yeah. Saved by the Saved by the Bell. Saved by the edition. Bell. Rest the wrestling years. Oh my God! That'd be a good podcast. Years. Saved by the Bell, the wrestling years. Oh, trademark that. We're trademarking yep. that. Don't don't even try to steal we that. We do the Chick Foley okay. show in like a Saved by the Bell logo. Oh my Put God! That shirt. God, that's uh, that's, ha- Print that's money. happening. Yes, Let's in the it. words of our friends the Mayberry, that that just got me H A R D. Yeah, hard. <laughs> <laughs> I am so here for that. Um, but <laughs> apparently, Randy Orton, you know, him and Tommaso Ciampa have been going back and forth on uh, social media, saying that you know he was talking about you know leg slaps at NXT and whatnot. Um, <laughs> Marco's still giggling. It's funny. Uh, <laughs> but um, I guess on Corey Graves' podcast, he said that you know he thinks that may, that NXT stars should not want to just stay at NXT. They should want to come to the main roster. They should want to to do that, and they're going to have a longer um, career that way. And I just don't like Marco. Did you said you said you agree with that, right? To an extent, yes. Because like I, I think with with NXT, they're known for like the you, you have to it's 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 spot fest, it's indie stuff. So you have to like cater to that crowd. You have to combat like the AEWs and the ROHs and all that stuff. So like, yeah, they have these guys pull off high. You have Io Shirai jumping off um, the the in your house thing. Um, you have like everyone's doing like flying spots and suicide dives mm-hmm. and oh suicidas, I should say, not suicide. Suicidas. I think they, like, yeah, yeah, suicidas. Um, but yeah, you're, like they, they do all this crazy stuff. So I get what he's saying, and that's it. Obviously, he's the, he's in the older generation, right? So he's thinking of playing it safe and having a longer you know but see my, my, here, here's where I, here's where i'm gonna play devil's advocate with you because i don't think that that's i think what tomaso champa is doing is playing it safe i think he is gonna have a longer career by staying at um well, nxt because listen yeah. hear me out because they're not on the road I, I think we take for granted we're like oh yeah you know um they they're spot fest and blah blah we're worried about like the in-ring performance but when you are on the road like 300 plus days a year traveling city to city town to town doing house shows i mean i know that's not what's happening right now yeah but like in the history of wrestling that's what's happened right yeah. um traveling all the time doing appearances doing house shows doing all that stuff that stuff wears and tears on your oh, yeah, body and you then you're still doing spot fest you're still doing dangerous spots in the ring you're still performing week after week night after night you know um so you're the, that wear and tear like it's it, you're gonna have a shorter career just because of your health right whereas Tommaso's like I'm not doing that shit. Like I'm going to perform once a week at NXT on Wednesday nights. I'm going to stay down here in freaking Florida. Um, do like, do what I know how to do, which is wrestle, whether it's like a spot fest or whether it's more dangerous, whatever, more high flying. Um, yeah, but like, I'm going to like be here with my family where I'm happy and content and not be like living that road life, which is, which I, you know, has shortened careers, you know? Yeah, exactly. So like, so he wasn't talking about Tommaso. He's just talking all. in he general. Like, yeah. He was just talking in general. Like he wasn't singling out because this is away from the Twitter thing. That was just like them spatting back and forth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just talking about in general, like the, the NXT roster. Um, so just remove True, but Tommaso's the, Tommaso's the exa- example because he's yeah. the first person I've ever heard of that was like, no. 
I'm not going up. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I think I think he kind of set that precedent. Like, you know, I don't have to go to the main roster. I, I can stay here if I want to. If you guys will let me, I'm going to stay here. I'm not, I don't, I don't feel like I Which, need to go up. Whereas like yeah. most people, like that's their, that's their aspiration is to go up and be on Raw and be on SmackDown. But Tommaso Ciampa's like, hey, dude, yeah. like, listen, at this, at this point in my life, this is where I want to be and this is where I'm going to thrive, you know, and I'm going to have a much longer, healthier, stronger career here. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's, his goal isn't going to WrestleMania or. What are you going to say, Phil? <laughs> I'm nipping at the chomp here to talk. Whatever it's called. I'm going to forget. Chomping, I, I, I had chomping, this, chomping just, at the bit. I just chomping don't want to forget. Yeah. I just don't want to forget what I was going to say. Um, you're both exactly correct. I mean, I think it's easier to be in NXT, but like no no one has the aspiration to like when you're growing up to wrestle for NXT. Like you want to be at the top of your game, and you also yeah you have a lot of travel, but you're not getting the T-shirts and the you know the endorsement checks and the cricket commercials and all that kind of shit. Which you know you'll gladly travel a little bit for you know extra you know that extra two million dollars a year. And anyone who says well you can stay in NXT. And, you know, you're not going to get ruined on the main roster, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that happens to some people. But look at Backlash. Apollo Crews, Andrade, Bailey, Sasha, Connix, Nikki Cross, Alexa, Bliss, uh, Asuka, N- Nia Jax, up and down. I mean, the, yeah, uh, the NXT. Viking Raiders, Street Profits, everybody was from NXT. So, I mean, they're, they're not ruining yeah. everybody because, I mean, some people come up there and being on pay-per-views and making a lot of money. So, uh, yeah, fair point. Fair. So, so, I can see both sides, but, I mean... And if you want to be the indie guy and work at Tower Records and, and you know not 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 start a band, that's that's fine. Some people want to be like known as as being the the you know they want to be in the Edge versus Randy Orton match main eventing, yeah. uh, you know, and going to kids and hospitals and doing charity stuff. You know, wh- whatever. N- neither way is wrong, but yeah. I, I think your goal should be to be at the the you know you work you work long hours at a job to be you know the boss, so you can, then you can like take off early and go play golf you know kind of thing so um yeah it is interesting and it is interesting dynamic now that we have nxt and i think you know as triple h maybe takes over maybe nxt becomes you know i think they'll take it on the road i mean i, I would love to they, they've, they've come here they've come here before so they they do, do yeah, they, they do travel so i mean yeah uh, i i would i would rather see nxt come here live than raw or smackdown it's cheaper it's easier to get tickets and it's a better wrestling you know product so uh, yeah, I think you good. just have to consider that, like, you know, money isn't everybody's aspiration. And, yeah. like, the, the WrestleMania main event isn't everybody's aspiration. And, like, you know, Tommaso is a – well, one, he's he has a surgically repaired neck, you know. So, I mean, he's really yeah. trying to, like, you know, so, be be safe for his, his own health and his family. But, yeah, yeah like like – like I just mentioned, his his family, like that, that is what makes him happy. He loves pro wrestling. He likes to wrestle, but he also is a family man, and he puts that as a priority over, like going to possibly making a lot more money, um, yeah. and being on the road away from his family several nights a week. You know, so um, like you said, there's no there's no wrong answer, and there's no wrong dream to have, and there's no wrong way to achieve that dream. But um, I don't think I mean I guess Randy Orton wasn't like saying that people have to come up to NXT, but yeah. I think it can be argued from both sides. I, th- I think too, Randy is trying to, what he wasn't doing before as an old, as an older guy now is to be like a, like a locker room leader type. Yeah. Like, I think that's like his evolution now is like, he knows he's in that age. Is that range like a where play he's, on words? What do you mean? Oh, evolution. Yeah. 
Evolution. Actually, he's Evolution is a well, demon. Just a, new. Just, a, just a genius there. But no, I think he's yeah. just trying to like, you know, like the Undertakers are, of the world are starting yeah. to leave the locker room. So like, I think he's trying to take that like locker room leader. Like, hey, I'm the I'm the older guy. I wanna I wanna make yeah. sure like this business stays the way it is. Obviously, that's not a thing you would think Randy Orton would do, knowing his like past and all the crazy things True. he did when he's here. But I think that but he's just Randy trying to Orton, take that. No. But Randy Orton is like is a workhorse and he is he's dependable af you know what oh, i mean yeah, no, like he's, he's like great. vince knows if he puts something in in randy orton's hands it's in good hands you know what i mean yeah, so i, I think yeah, that's the that's the thing about randy orton yes he's like he has a past where you would never think that this would be the role that he would play in yeah. current in current life but yeah. i guess as you you know you get older you know better you do better you know yep. That is that is true about him because he just came out and like you know said I was wrong about the Black Lives Matter yeah. movement, which is yeah, you know hey is. it's cool to see like people you know actually get informed and grow their opinions and not like you know just stay with their head in the sand you know kind of thing yeah like, and not and not feel your ego not let your ego freaking take over and yeah. allow you to like stick with your point even though you were wrong you know yeah, God yeah. I'm wrong like eighty percent of the shit I say on this podcast like, I can't <laughs> all, uh, I can't. All, uh, <laughs> God I think that's damn. why people like us. We're not like the most, like we're not like we're not like smarts. We're like, Ooh, we know this. Yeah. Ooh, we don't even know. know the, we don't even know the name of Corey Graves' podcast. Yeah, I know. It's right? like, uh, who the bell tolls or whatever? Whom the bell tolls? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Dark side of the bell. <laughs> Dark side of the bell. Saved by the. All right. Who the bell tolls? All right. Let's. That's that's it for outside of the squared circle. Let's get into our <laughs> go figure segment. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. All right, it's everybody's favorite segment. Go figure. Where we, myself, Sheena, and Marco let you know what things we bought. And uh, the wife's been home all week at work, and uh, she's she's seen all the packages, Marco. Not good. Not good. And this is brought to you by our friends at Ringside Collectibles. Use code Chick Foley for 10% off of there. Uh, while we were on vacation, we, we stopped in a couple of Walmarts. And my wife was like, I've never, I've been to so many stores with you. I've never seen you find anything at the stores. She was like, out of nowhere, she said, it's like, one time I want to be with you when you find something. I was like, yeah, that's why we use Ringside Collectibles, baby. Yes. Shit. Because we're not going to wait three months to find something, and then the boxes are smashed in like somebody kicked it, kicked the shit out of it. So, yeah, Ringside Collectibles is the place to go. Um, I just wanted to share that story. It was really funny because like, I was like, God damn, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. I never find I go to probably because I go to 100 Walmarts a week, and I find two figures. Um, yeah. But before we get into figures, what's everybody drinking right now? I'm sipping on a grapefruit high noon. I actually got to get out to the grocery store this week. My mother-in-law's been here with us, so I got to get out solo without the kiddos, and I went and picked up myself some high noon. Um, I hadn't tried the grapefruit flavor yet, and you know, grapefruit's a hard one to pull off. I was just talking to Phil about this, Um, but this is pretty darn tasty, like for grapefruit drink. Um, I'm here for it. Tell Seth's sister I said, what's up? I I definitely will. That's not a mom. That's a sister. Yeah, she, she she's a young one. She's a, she's a uh, well. I was gonna say she was a something, but she's she's a hot mom. You're gonna say Gilf? Is that what you're gonna say? Yeah. Don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were gonna say it, not me. He's not. <laughs> he's not home to yell at me. He's on a submarine. Um, me and Marco are both drinking El Segundo, 
yeah, Stone Cold Steve skull. Austin. Yep. Yeah. I'm a little bit jealous. I love I love broken me some skull. Broken Skull IPA. Um, but good on you guys for finding it in Maryland. Yeah, I bought like uh, eight four packs, and I might have to start shipping some to people. So if you want a couple, I'll hook you up because uh, I'm not gonna drink. I mean, I want them all, but like. <laughs> I drink like two a week. I mean, I drink a bunch yeah. of different. I don't like to drink the same thing like more than yeah. once. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, unless gotta, it's a Miller Lite. Got an Elson Gundo uh, coursing through my veins. All yeah. right, let's get into uh, the pickups of the week. Who, who wants to go first? I'll I'll go first. I don't have that much, um, but okay. this week I don't. Uh, the heel husband I just got into da- in tonight a Lucy. I didn't realize he had ordered it, but apparently he got on his crappy internet service and managed to get another. Hasbro. We got a Hulk Hogan Hasbro in the mail today. Oh, which one? Um, the hug the hug uh, one? Blue. I think a blue. Blue card. Yeah. Oh, blue it's card. A, okay. It was yeah. wait, wait. No, it's it, MOC. It was a blue it's a blue it was a blue it's Hulk Hogan. It's an MOC. MOC? No. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, no, it's it's a Lucy. Lucy, okay. Um, cool. But um nice. so we got we got that and Oh, oh! I also got the new Roots of Fight T-shirt for him. It's a black Hitman T-shirt. It's That's just sick. like the pink one. Oh yeah, it's just like the pink one except for it's black with pink lettering. Um, did you guys see that they had like new Hitman sweatpants? They're freaking. <sighs> they look. They look so dope, but they're white. And I mean, white sweatpants are not for not yeah, for no. like you know what I mean. Like especially not like nice white sweatpants that I would be like, don't put your cheesy goldfish fingers on me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. That's the first uh, thing that would happen too. Yes, oh, exactly. Yeah. Brett would come up to hug me with like some like chocolatey like Lara bar or something in his like grubby little hands, and I would be like, "Oh my god, not my new Hitman pants!" So whoever <laughs> oh, can pull off god. those white um, Hitman pants, good on you because I'm a little bit jealous because they do look super sweet. But anyway, I got that Roots of Fight T-shirt. Also got a, a package from our friends over at Trism Books. I love Trism Books. I always oh. put them over because they're doing some really cool stuff with their wrestling series. Um, they have a lot. All the elite guys are getting their own. They they have their own books, and it's like children's books with like super positive, you know, messages and you know good moral values and all those things that you should be teaching your kids how to stand up for yourself, how to you know follow your dreams, how to not you know give in to like people bullying you and whatnot. So they sent us their two newest books. It's the Adam Page book. Um, it's called Adam and the Golden Horseshoe. Um, it's just about like you know believing that you're good enough and you know, finding that confidence. So it's super, super, super cute. And they sent me an advance. These are both advanced copies are available for pre-order at trismbooks.com. Yeah. So at, yeah. Hey, listen, you know, I, I've been a trism uh, supporter. Uh, I've, been a, I've been a trism supporter since the, since the OG day. So I, I nice. love them. Um, but they have, uh, our buddy Nick from Extra Cooler, you guys probably know him as Extra Cooler, he illustrated one of their new books. It's called S is for Suplex, and it is an alphabet book, and it's got over 90 different wrestlers, like tons of AEW wrestlers. Like These aren't just like generic wrestlers. like They're people that you'll recognize as a wrestling yeah. fan, but they're super cool. Like, you know, it's like M is for Mask, and it's got a luchador with like a lucha mask, and you know, L is for ladder match, and then it's got a little description of ladder match underneath. So it's really, really cute. Our friend Nick uh, did it. Um, so if you can, pre-order it for your kid. If you're tired of reading the same boring children's books, go over to Trism because Cody Rhodes has a book. It's called, like, Cody and – I think it's called Cody and something Mountain. Fall Mountain. I, that's the, I was going to say, that came in the last month's Pro Wrestling Crate, and my yeah, son it made me oh, read it for, like, for like two weeks straight. He loved it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yes. I mean, I'll put them over too because yeah, they're they're you know I'm not a huge you know maybe I criticize AEW on here, but the the book had a really great <laughs> message and it was really cool. The the artwork was awesome, yeah. and yes. uh, he he loved it. So uh, definitely yes. check them out. 
Yeah, Trism Books. It's at Trism Books on Instagram, and you can pre-order or order any of the books at, at TrismBooks.com. So, yeah, Cody has a book. The Young Bucks have a book. Colt Cabana has a book. Um, our friend Nick illustrated that book, S is for Suplex, and Adam Page has a book. So I'm, I'm assuming Kenny will have a book soon, and, um, you know, all, all of the elite guys will eventually get, get one. But, yeah, they have some really cool stuff coming down the pipeline. Nice. Uh, Marco, you want me to go? Uh, a, if you want to, yeah, I'll go last. Okay, sure. Uh, I, I today I grabed the Lacey. I went to Walmart, like I mentioned, and grabbed the. Well, well let me f- first start off. I, I gotta, I gotta pat myself on the back, Barry Horowitz style. I just finished paying off my credit card debt of thirteen grand. Uh, oh, I've had, wow, I've had this that. since like college, and uh, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't want to give any cheap plugs, but uh, definitely, if you if you have credit card debt, I you know I was like overwhelmed by it and i think I, lo- I looked last year from like january to november i paid a hundred dollars off of the balance i mean i was paying the minimum payment yeah and uh this yeah. dude dave ramsey has a bunch of books me and my wife yeah. are reading it i don't i don't know if you've heard of dave ramsey but yeah i've never <laughs> i had yeah. never heard of him but we I mean, oh, are you serious you'd never heard of him? no i never have i i mean until oh until you know until but you know since january oh, we've, you were joking yeah no, dave ramsey's the man since yeah. january we've, we've paid like we have this app where we budget our money and this is real grown-up shit here so I mean, I'm sorry, but uh, I mean, if you have credit card debt, like you know, it felt so amazing to pay that off, like the last like thousand dollar payment today. Uh, so I mean, that's that's just from months and years of like buying beers in college and not having any money. So I had to you know put everything on a credit card. Uh, yeah. So just being stupid. So I mean, that that felt really good. So uh, now we can put the rest of that money into like you know other adult bills that we have yeah, so uh awesome. yeah nice. so that was, that was yeah, cool that, we'll clap. Yeah, we'll yeah yeah clap. yeah it felt it felt really good uh now i can buy a lot of more action figures so that's good for sure uh, yeah <laughs> um <laughs> oh with seconds? cash no yeah, credit. With cash no more no more credit card yeah i found Lacey evans today at walmart uh one of the few things that i did see i've had her on order from ringside and it's been delayed only because i ordered her with otis who i guess is like uh, been the most popular order, fig yeah. uh so yeah, i just exactly. bought that and then you know when it comes in i'll i'll hook up somebody from the foley family with it or or sell it or whatever i don't know um so i got that i did another big purchase today been looking for a goddamn water slide well, slip and slide for my son for yeah. months now and like you know besides weights gym weights at the at the, the stores they don't have any of them i found one so uh, i'm gonna break that out for him because all the pools are closed around here so that's the last uh non-wrestling figure uh announcement uh i got this loose for the macho man collection this is the uh bash at the beach macho this came with i think sting and lex luger it's an elite uh pretty cool i got this from uh joe yeah, ryan yeah, yeah, pretty cool. I got this nice. from Joe Ryan from our uh, Facebook group. He sold it to me. Uh, I got this Macho Man. Now, now, full disclosure, me and Sheena and Marco are on now on using the Skype video. This this is a WCW Macho Man Bruiser. I got this from Amazon. I mean, this is, has to be. This is like mint. Like yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's like it's like a brand, brand new, new thing. I mean, I want to see. Yeah, they just bought it. It's from nineteen ninety nine. Uh, wow! But I so, mean that 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 shit of like plastic though, like that shit is indestructible. Yeah, is like, like you almost hard... you almost have to have like a blowtorch to like yeah. open that kind of. <laughs> but like, package, who's who's selling know? selling a fig from 1999 on it? I guess it was like a private seller because it came in like a you like a priority box. It didn't come like in an case, Amazon box. In case you haven't noticed, Phil, it is hard times, baby. Yeah, hard times. So I uh, added this to the Macho Man collection. Um, oh, I did find this while I was cleaning my house today. This is a WWF trivia game. Uh, I got this randomly 
I was on the uh, Squared Circle Reddit. Uh, I don't know if you ever frequent yeah. that. They oh, were doing, yeah. They did like a Secret Santa thing one time, and I signed up. So I sent somebody something. They sent something to me. They sent me this. Uh, That's pretty sick. I don't have anybody yeah. in my family that knows anything about wrestling, so I've never That's opened like the it. like old, old school logo and everything. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, I sold it today on eBay for $200. Uh, wow. I know. I know. I saw like the sold postings on there for like hundreds of dollars. So I was like, "Fuck it, I don't want this." I'm I'm really trying to like declutter and like I will yeah. never I will never open this or play this. And this is still like factory sealed. This is from like right as it's, the Attitude Era started. Yeah, it's got like Austin, um, Austin and Brett on the still front. Still has the fake diesel, Vader. the fake diesel on the back. And supposedly people like it. I was like, "Why is this going for so much money?" Supposedly it's the first like for card collectors. It's the first like rook. I guess quote unquote rookie card for Stone Cold. Uh, the mm. first card they ever made, and for him and The Rock, uh, for Stone Cold and The Rock. So I guess that's why somebody wanted it. So nice. I sold that shit with uh, with authority, and um, so that was cool. <laughs> <They're> not- <laughs> Dude, I, I don't blame you. Strike while the iron's right? hot. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I, uh, also today I grabbed the AJ Styles Basic Chase for our buddy Brian Baker. Uh, because he was looking for that, and that it's uh, you know going for crazy prices. I saw that. Um, I do want to say I, I tried to mention this last week, but I totally forgot. Double Click Figs, our good buddy on Instagram, uh, who you should be following, did a trade with my five-year-old son last weekend. I was, <laughs> I was at a party. Yeah, I was at awesome. a party at his house, and um, my son, of course, brought a bunch of toys, and he, he wanted to see Kurt's. Uh, toy room so he took him up there and kurt gave him like i don't know 10 wrestling figures <laughs> like he didn't want anymore and um my son had a, a diamond dallas page basic uh figure and he's like dude i'll give you this one if you give you know if you give me this i'll, I'll, I'll take that from you and my son's like okay i don't care like my son doesn't know who diamond dallas page is uh so i yeah. guess kurt needed this for coll- her his collection so it was, it was a pretty funny uh, pretty funny That's story. Awesome, uh, uh, at the beach this weekend, I went to a brewery here in Maryland called uh, Burley Oak, who makes some really good sours. They had a uh, pineapple, guava, mango sour this, that was amazing. Uh, hmm. And the boys at Off the Hop Rope uh, messaged me and like, dude, can you buy me some beers and send it to me? And I was like, yeah, sure. Uh, so they they bought like ninety dollars worth of beer, and I I'm now wow. shi- I'm now shipping it to them. I guess this is a highly sought after brewery. Um, but our buddy Smart Mark Sterling from the Major Brothers is one of the people on that podcast. So uh, shout out to him. Um, that's it. I have a couple more things in the works. Uh, I've already spent that two hundred dollars I got from the, uh, the, the 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 trivia game. So that'll be on so, next. So da- so Dave Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to just yeah. use your funds. You know, you know, sell stuff and just buy more stuff. Um, of course. But uh, I have some. I mean, we, we we literally have like a room up in our in our, our spare bedroom, which is like. Since the remodel and moving in, we haven't like moved in anything in or out of that room in like a year. So I'm like, any- yeah. anything in this room is like, obviously we don't need it to survive or do anything with. So I'm just like trying to get rid of, like, you know, we have yeah. goodwill stuff and all, you know, all kinds of shit. So um, that that was what I did with that. Um, I do want to give a shout out to a bunch of people. I'm probably going to forget some names, but Jason Cook, Brian Baker, Kyle Peterson, Kyle Haas, um, everybody that used our code. Uh, Chick Foley on ringside to get the classy Freddie Blassie a couple weeks ago. That is, um, we appreciate that a lot, and uh, the Fiend figures as well. So, uh, yep, uh, I'm going to do a Fiend unboxing. That's supposed to get here uh, in the next couple of days. A Fiend unboxing with my son. Sheena, you got that elite. I have, 
Dude, I have so much unboxing to do. Like, it's it's been, like, the worst week. Like, my mother-in-law was here. Oh, no, oh, no, okay, let me rephrase that. It's been the best week because my mother-in-law was here because I love her. Um, and she's, like, a super awesome help with, like, the kids and just, you know, awesome to have another adult in the house. But, like, it was, like, the perfect storm. Like, you know, developmental leap, teething. Like, I was like, I had so much planned oh, for this God. week. And it just kind of, like, you yeah. know... D- dissolved right in front of my very eyes so i have so much freaking unboxing i have so many giveaways you guys on the horizon so oh, stay tuned shit, yeah. i'm gonna be giving away a fiend figure i have some other figures to give away um so stay tuned to the instagram phil will be posting details on twitter too so if you're on twitter you can come out you know go from twitter to instagram and you know enter the into the giveaways and stuff and i'll be doing some giveaways for the foley fam um exclusively so yeah uh stay tuned dude yeah i have a fiend to give away as well so we're gonna give away two fiend figures and that figure that figure is mage dude it is i was thinking about not getting it because the ultimate edition is coming out at the end of the year but i mean to have his first figure and it is like it is legit it was a a beautiful figure so Uh, what do you guys we haven't we obviously haven't seen the the elite like any sort of like mock-ups or anything for renderings for the ultimate fiend so what do you think is going to be different about the ultimate fiend like what are we going to get with this guy i mean obviously a jacket right yeah maybe a hammer jacket hammer i think that that uh fiend face belt yeah the universal title but what i mean he's wearing a mask so what other sort of head scans can we get uh I think they might do the uh, the Mister Rogers. They could probably do that. You could, like take the jacket off and maybe take like the the tank top off and uh, there's like a sweater. I, I don't, don't know. know. They, I don't you know. know. Unless you like we talked about last week, if you like did a double faced package where facing the other side, there's like two figures in one, and uh, you have uh, the Mister Rogers on one side and the the Fiend on the other side. I, I don't know, but. Maybe yeah. all the puppets. Maybe all instead of the heads, you get more puppet little puppets. I'm, I'm here for the puppets. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a whole playset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never know. It might be the first ever Ultimate Edition playset with everything in it. There you go, dude. A, a Funhouse playset would would blow Ringside out of the water. I mean, oh, that yeah. would be like the number one selling crash. thing. Yeah, it would crash. Whole set would crash. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh god, I oh, love boy. the I love the people now complaining because like they're getting smashed boxes from from walmart yeah, they that. can't find they can't find otis and Lacey, and they complained about spending an extra four dollars on like like i i know we all have budgets you know it's like mm-hmm. obviously ringside is more money it's it's you know there's no hiding that but like to yeah, not have to drive around first. to not have to drive around right now and go in all especially, these stinky dirty walmarts yeah especially if it's a figure you absolutely want i know we say this and we sound like broken records but guys like if it's a figure you know for the honest shadow of a doubt you want in your collection and you don't know if you're going to be able to find it on the pegs, order it from ringside. It's worth the extra money. Use yeah, the code, exactly. save 10%. basically saves you, you know, like a few bucks. Like, so you're not, I don't know. I, I just don't understand why people are so hung up on the extra money if it's a fig that you love. If it's just a fig, you're like, if I see it, I'll pick it up. Yeah, cool, I right? do that all the time. I did that with the... Yeah. Uh, with i forget which one but yeah like i do that all the time like oh if i grab this i'll get it or i can get it later or somebody from the, yeah. the facebook group will get it for me like you know it's yeah, yeah but if you're gonna be but if you're gonna be salty when you see everybody else getting their fiend yeah. figures in and you're and you're like out yeah. like you know hitting every freaking walmart hoping that you find a fiend for like months you're gonna be pissed that it was not worth an extra four or five even eight ten dollars for you you know yeah, that's right yeah yeah because even when you find them there i mean the packages are not that kick ass at walmart so 
I mean, it's Walmart. Like you know, you're you're. This is like what you're passionate about, and you're you're relying on Walmart to give you, to, you yeah. know, you know, like yeah. Walmart. Walmart can't do anything right. You know, God exactly. Damn. They can't. They can't even get their carts to work. You know, yeah. like so. Uh, don't don't expect them to be like worried about your collectibles, right? Uh, but we did get a uh, news of a bunch of new figures. This is from their action figures in uh delaware which i'm actually thinking about driving to on father's day because my wife asked me what i want to do and uh, she's like do you want to take nash to uh you know a toy store i was like yeah can we go to delaware like delaware how far is delaware from you that's a well dover is a two-hour drive but uh you know what else am i gonna do um i probably won't do that i'll probably just sit on the couch and watch movies all day but um <laughs> let's let's run these down i don't know if you've seen this list sheen i know i mean marco obviously sent sent the uh sent the list over to us so here's the elites that yeah, have been rumored it. we don't we don't know when these are coming out which order i mean obviously in in uh in july we're gonna get a digital version of the uh san diego comic-con which a lot of stuff would be uh shown at so we get a elite another elite alexa bliss uh Angelo Dawkins and our our buddy Montez Ford, Bianca Belair, which oh my god, let's just stop right there and just talk about that. I yeah, mean, what's an elite Bianca Belair? That's gonna be freaking dope. Oh, so dope. Uh, Davy Boy Smith, your boy. Boop uh, boop. But let's talk. Let's let's talk about each of these here. So I mean, obviously we just got basics of Bianca Belair and the Street Profits, but I mean, elites of them is gonna be awesome. Um, yeah. Bianca Belair might be like the figure of the year candidate if that comes out this year i don't know but uh i mean the basic was so badass i don't know how you yeah really, i don't know how you improve on that but i mean maybe just have like her her like jacket you know because you know the basic just had her yeah. like ring gear like her top and bottom or whatever but i think she like she always comes out with more accessories like a jacket and stuff so i definitely think we're gonna see that alexa bliss i don't even i mean they've never done a good figure for her her face is always they they haven't nailed her face yet you know yeah. Uh, I'm not going to make any jokes about nailing her face. I'm not going to oh my God. go there. It's not even late <laughs> enough for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, as beautiful as she is, they've given her some awful dumpy looking faces on her mm-hmm. figures. Uh, the Survivor Series one that I have is probably the best one. Uh, John Morrison, my BFF, is getting an elite. I will be ordering that post haste from ringside, as well as the Keith Lee one. Now, I want this Keith Lee to be the Black Lives Matters outfit yeah. from nxt takeover i can't imagine they would be able to get that out in time marco but hopefully like that would be insane and maybe donate the some of the profits to uh, a charity like that would be god that would sell through the roof yeah i think so um it'll probably be something like a nxt gear that he wore or something like that. Be- i can't hear you dude are you, t- are you I know, talking I th- to I the think, mic i think yeah i think i think he like faded off into oblivion i think he like right. Can you hear me now? A little bit better. A little bit, dude. All right. Did I sound like far away or something? Yeah, yeah. 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 Were you far yeah. away? Okay. No, I'm not far away at all. It's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Now you sound better. Level. But yeah, if you yeah. if you if you don't if we don't get the Black Lives Matter Keith Lee attire, you can always hit up our buddy at Custom Figure Shirts, uh, and he'll he can get you one for there sure. Like that. Yeah, he can legit like hook up any any shirt you want. Um, so if you need one for your Keith Lee basic. Uh, hit up, hit him up. Uh, a Steve Austin elite is coming. Obviously, can't complain about that. Uh, he, you know, you think they, it's going to be like a modern Steve Austin, like an old, like you know, like old man Steve, like raw return. Oh, Steve with jeans. 
Yeah, like jeans and El Segundo brew. Oh, you know? Would, that, oh my god. I would buy that immediately. I don't think so. I think it's going to be How awesome would that be with like a, a little El Segundo um broken or broken school IPA can? Oh, that like that amazing. would be so sick. I think that hope maybe it's a flash I mean none of these are flashbacks unless the obviously the Davy boys a flashback. Mm-hmm. Um maybe it's maybe it's a flying Brian Pillman like tag team Steve Austin stunning Steve Austin. They've maybe never, they've never done that. That'd be cool. With it with some hair. ECW Steve Austin. Here for it. Yeah. Here for it. And uh maybe the maybe the best, the Rob Gronkowski elite. I'm not here for that. I can't believe no. people people were tweeting me they were actually excited about this. No. Who are what those people? F- I block don't know. them. I, block I blocked them. them. I blocked them immediately. Is, was is, it Tom Sliney? This yeah, probably was Tommy <laughs> Tommy Paradise from our from our friends over the the run in podcast. Uh no, I mean I think it's going to be a peg warmer for sure. Out of all these figures, that's that's the peg warmer. That and Alexa Bliss are the are the peg warmers. Clearly, now, all these others are are fire choices. A lot of them have never had elites. John Morrison hasn't had elite since fucking George Bush was president. Um, oh, dude, you forgot we have. Um, it just occurred to me we have a spotlight, a network spotlight. Steve Austin, flashback. Steve Austin, ringmaster. Yeah, it's in my case, boo. Yeah. No. Okay. Even though he was only that, he was only in that character for like three months. I thought it was like two years. I know it feels like that, doesn't it? Like the way that they kind of like talk about it, it feels like he was like the ringmaster for like a long time. You're like, actually, it wasn't that long. No. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So those are the elites. Uh, Mm -hmm. Which Which one are you most looking forward out of those elite figures, Sheena and Marco? Um. I don't know. I, I think uh, Bianca Belair will be awesome. Oh, Keith Lee. We got to have a Keith Lee elite. Yeah, because I mean Bianca Belair. I mean, I think I feel like her basic is gonna is, is a good representation for her. If you're only gonna have one, you could have the basic, and it would be a good job. But I think I have to have an elite Keith Lee. Marco. Um, definitely Rob Gronkowski, right? Rude. Come on, man. <laughs> Boston. No, I'm um. Yeah, definitely. Uh, probably the Davy Boy Smith because I'm kind of curious of what that one's going to look like. I know. I wonder what it's going to be. I wonder what iteration it's going to be. You know what I mean? Because we already have like you know SummerSlam, like Dreadlock, um, Davy Boy, and we have Heart Foundation, like uh, uh, freaking Legends Davy Boy. So I don't know. I'm hoping it's uh, long hair with the blue one leg blue, one leg red with the bulldog. Obviously, new generation uh, when he was. It should come, yeah, it should Luger. come with like. Matilda uh, accessory yeah. and like a mm-hmm. bag of cocaine. Oh my god! <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, we'll have man. our tech. We'll have our tech guy edit that out. Yeah, this is yeah, this is the end. Uh, <laughs> all right, basic Ricochet, basic Rhea Ripley, basic Becky Lynch with real life uh, baby action. With, yeah, with a with a bump. <laughs> with real with real uh, training. Oh no, not training bra. Uh, nurse, nursing bra. Nursing bra. Yeah. Yeah. Basic Humberto Carrillo, uh, and I don't know what ETP action John Cena or TP action Roman Reigns is. What what is that? Hey, it means um, they're going to say they're yeah toilet paper duds COVID nineteen version oh, of John go. Cena and Roman Reigns just yeah. just Children. running with like like arms yeah. full of toilet paper. They're gonna have they're gonna have capes and they're gonna be delivering toilet paper to the elderly. Okay, wow, I love that. Two um, two biggest baby faces in um you know WWE. I mean, what else would they be doing? Battle Pack Rock and Triple H, Battle Pack Banks and Bliss, and then VE Reigns and Baylor. Uh, is that like an elite two pack? Maybe I mean I feel like we just got an elite two pack with Baylor. Um, 
But uh, yeah, these are all abbreviations. We don't know what these are going to be. And uh, more basics. Uh, Fiend basic, which I don't know yeah, how, how they'll pull we're that assume, off. Is, is it a Fiend basic? I thought it was a Bray basic. Uh, that's a, that's on there, there too. Yeah. Oh, we got Bray. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got Bray down here. Okay, my, yeah. B, my B, my yep. B. Adam Cole uh, action. I don't know what that means. Uh <laughs> I mean, these are all like you know abbreviated. This is a uh, this store in Dover, uh, Delaware, just like basically is a Mattel retailer, so they're ordering this stuff. They posted a screenshot. Um, Do you know what people? You know what people say in Delaware? Uh, get me out of here! I hate Delaware. It's boring. No, they say I'm from Delaware. Uh, I'm from Delaware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, from Wayne, that's Wayne's world. That's a deep. Cut. Yeah, you got it's a it. Deep cut. Yeah. yeah, man, I'm proud. Yeah. Uh, Tegan Knox, which I like. Big E, mm-hmm. which I like. Uh, TP Action Bronze. <laughs> Get this toilet paper. <laughs> Wash these hands. Wipe this ass. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Bailey Charlotte, Cena Orton, and Undertaker Jeff Hardy. What? Undertaker Jeff Hardy battle pack from like, their yeah, match from SmackDown? Like, maybe. You never know. Who knows wow. what's going on nowadays? Might be the end of the, the Mattel license, and then it's like you know what? So, so many battle packs out there that we can yeah, just <laughs> do anything we can. All right, so a bunch of basics, a bunch of elites. I'm sure we'll get some, probably some photos of these. I don't know who will be the uh, now that Zach and Kurt are gone. I guess maybe the Gargano family will introduce these um, during San Diego Comic Con. But Sam um, Roberts. Yeah, so we already Sam know. We, we already yeah, Sam Roberts and this <laughs> shitty hair. Uh, we already know the uh, the upcoming elite, the upcoming Ultimate Edition figures is what The Rock and Charlotte, and then it's going to be Hogan and, Hogan and v, I mean Hogan and those four figures are all must haves. The Ultimate yeah. Edition yeah, figures are definitely. so amazing. If you don't have these, God get them because they're going to all be over a hundred dollars in like three years. You're going to be kicking yourself. Yeah, oh definitely. Um, yeah, they're they're sick. Um, and they're and a lot of them are riding the pegs right now. So you may, yeah. like, like get them, yeah. get them while because you're going to be so pissed. Just like I'm pissed that I like slept on all the retros, and now I'm like son of a, you know, uh, you're going to be yeah. pissed that you walked by all those Shinsuke's and Bretts that are like hanging up on the on the pegs. Exactly. Yeah, you can even find some of these Ultimate Editions on like Amazon for like free yeah. shipping. So there's really no yeah, excuse. Um, I mean, you get the tw- for Triple H for twenty seven ninety nine the. the Ronda Rousey's for eighteen twenty seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you can find them. Nakamura's on there. Bret Hart's on there. So uh, they're also. I mean, the, the only one that's going really high is the the Lesners. Nobody seems to be able to find that. And the Ultimate Warrior is going for like you know fifty bucks. So uh, yeah. You know. And the, the thing is, dude, is like I mean, these are like awesome figures with like multiple head scans and multiple hands. And like you know, if you look at like a NECA figure, I mean, NECA figures are like thirty bucks. You know, like right off the peg, like retail. You know, so the fact that you can get these for eighteen twenty bucks, like do it now if you if you yeah, think you want these in your in your collection. Marco, did we talk about Elite 70? Was it the day after we recorded where Elite 78 went up? I think it was, right? Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh, with the, yeah, the, yeah, definitely was, sure, like, because it was. Our the, truth and. It was the War, the war Games playset in Elite mm-hmm. 78. War, war Games! Um, so, yeah, I grabbed. We did talk about that on the show, though, I believe. Was that? We did talk about the War Games. We uh, did, because well, yeah, there was pictures of it that came out. But it was we uh, no, we did. We did talk about it, but we weren't sure if anything was because you're like, oh, 
um, Elite 78 has to be on pre-order at some point. Then literally the next day, next day. Yep. <laughs> it was like, get yep. your pre-order. Uh, so, yeah, okay. I grabbed I grabbed Riddle, I grabbed Naomi, and I grabbed um, Classy for, oh, no, no, uh, Superstar Billy Graham. Uh, oh, yeah, I grabbed that Superstar Billy Graham, too. Earlier this yeah. week, I had four orders from Ringside that were waiting to ship out. I had those. I had three Fiends coming. I had Classy Freddie Blassie coming. Yeah, so I missed much. out. I needed to get a Chase Rick Rude, but I, I slept and it freaking it. They don't have it anymore. Well, so I would wait on that because people are saying they're now shipping it without the jacket because it's staining. The yeah. Figure. So yeah, that kind of sucks. Wait on, um, wait it, on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I do. I mean, I got the you know the the regular, the regular? but I, I do. Yeah, I do need the chase. Did you get your Naomi? Did you get the glow the chase variant? Come on, Sheena. You know, I'm just I'm just know. making sure. Some people were like bitching that it was. They were like, "Why is it thirty six dollars?" I'm like, "It glows." Yeah, it glows. Everything it glows in the glow. dark. Glows. Oh, yeah. so. It's got that you know? glow title too. The glowing okay, title on, too. Man. I know. Shit. We've been waiting for that. It was supposed to come out at CVS like four years ago. How did Naomi not collect? have a figure until now? She's been there for like a decade. She was supposed to. It got canceled. Remember? It oh, was like that's it, right. it was supposed to be at CVS um, with like the Marie. Remember the Marie figure. Was it yeah, Walgreens? Walgreens? Sorry, Walgreens. Walgreens. Yeah. Oh, even even better. Why even are they better. Why are they doing elite? Why are they doing an exclusive at Walgreens? I don't think they. I mean, I don't think they are anymore. But they did for yeah, a while. Yeah, I remember. It like, yeah, it was, it was Alexa, Alexa Bliss, yep. Alexa yeah. and Becky, I think, and Maurice, yeah, yeah. and then um, there was then obviously Naomi was supposed to come out, and for whatever reason, they quit sending elites to uh, oh, Walgreens. If if I was a, a wrestler, I'd say I want my elite exclusive to to Seven Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, has there been it's a perfect. seven? I, I swear, I feel like there has been a Seven Eleven no. action figure. Come on, <laughs> no, no maybe I'm just too many high noons in, but I feel like maybe <laughs> it's a possibility. It's fifty fifty. It's fifty fifty. Dude, they should do the R Truth at the Seven Eleven. It could be the Seven Eleven title. There you go. I like you know, that. the Seven Eleven I sixty four. You know, I'm yep. here for it. I sixty four ninety five. Yeah. So it was it yeah. was Elite seventy eight that went up for pre order. The War Games ring and some, something else. What what else was the other thing? I should probably remember this. Oh, mm. uh, it was that Superstar Billy Graham too. So yeah, yeah Superstar. We, yeah. Now, now we've had both uh, both exclusives being available uh, at ringside, which is nice. Yeah. Have to hunt for those anymore. That um, is nice. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited about uh, San Diego Comic Con. I don't know if we'll get an exclusive from there, like we did the Slim Jim Macho Man last year. Um, any any uh, like predictions or like hopes of what it could be, guys? Gobbledygooker, always. Oh my gosh, yeah, that would be pretty awesome. Ne- never giving up the dream, you guys. I'll say Duke the Dumpster Drossy. SDCC exclusive. Let's yeah. see. <sighs> Can't do a Gronk. I mean. It, no out. god that would that would be an insult to anybody who's ever read I, I feel I, I mean i'm not sure if there's going to be like an actual thing i feel it's going to be only because wwe shop just came out with a eddie guerrero like package like a little like, thing with, like they might do an eddie guerrero figure i could see that you never know i just want a solo china figure so bad oh yeah I have to do my pickup, so too when we finish. Oh us. shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, whatever we're, we're done, that's fine. We're still on the seg- yeah. We're still on the segment, so we're, oh. we're done, Broski. Go. So we, ha- we have some news and, and notes from the from the fan takeover segment, but I want you to go on your your figures. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, so this is the the WrestleMania 17 set I was telling you about. So I have all six. It was like the whole set. Um, not sure if you can see on camera. So I see. yeah, I can see. Oh. One of them was. 
Eddie Guerrero, nice. which is kind of weird. That's the first one I picked up. Um, it, that's actually part of the set. It, they come with the 14 karat gold plated belts as well. And then you see these like these like stands. I'm not sure if you get the it's kind of like glare, but yeah, it's kind of like these. It's kind of like these stands that you can uh, the WrestleMania 17 stands that you can connect them to, and it's like a like almost like a display. It's pretty cool. So that's Kane with the uh, hardcore title, uh, 14 karat gold. Man. And as well as your boy, Jericho? Chris Jericho, yep. with the Intercontinental title, right? I'm going to save the best for last because we just mentioned the name. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin with the world title, WrestleMania 17 uh, display. And then Edge. Edge. The man. Oh, wow. That's with the tag team title. The other one, the main one, the reason why I actually picked it up was this lady here, China. With oh, the sweet. In her purple, purple, yeah. Yeah, the purple uh, gear. So, yeah, that's the whole set on the back. You see all six of the uh, things. Did you buy this all from one person, or was it mi- Yeah, like they a sold it, as a, it, was, it was a haul. Wow. It was all set, yeah. Nice. What, what, what made I, you jump? I mean, you're mostly a Mattel guy. What made you jump into these? Um, just there wasn't anything. At the time, there wasn't anything. Like, there weren't any pre-orders floating around or anything like that. So, okay. So he, just had, like, he just had money burning a hole in his pocket. Yep. Yeah, that Trump, those Trump bucks. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, just uh, just going back and like, just going through like e- eBay and just like scrolling through and seeing what was out. I, I just randomly searched like weird stuff just to see what's out there. I'm like, huh, that's like an interesting set. But um, yeah, just like, and it, it's like a part of wrestling that I used to watch that like, I was really into. So WrestleMania 17 is one of the great WrestleManias. So why not have a set of figures to commemorate? Yeah, I feel you. That was when Stone Cold turned heel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see, yeah, the heartbroken right there. I cried tears when yeah, I that. Was, that. I mean, that was an awesome match between those two, though. So can't complain about that. Um, cool pickups, man. Um, I do want to talk about we we kind of shit on the uh, uh, fan takeover series that they haven't been really cool, uh, but yeah. uh, they redeemed themselves this week with Johnny Gargano, who. Yeah. Um, has three cool outfits. Has like the Iron Man outfit and the Wolverine outfit. So uh, go vote on that at WWE.com. And um, the guy that designed those outfits actually follows us on Twitter. And I think we're going to get him on the podcast next week. Ooh. Uh, yeah, he, he does stuff for Hasbro too. I mean, he's a, he's like an artist basically. Really talented guy. Uh, awesome. So um, I, I, his name uh, escapes me at the moment, but I can look it up in about five seconds as i keep talking talking here at, <laughs> at yeah. adam riches art so r-i-c-h-e-s for riches at adam riches art hopefully we'll have him on next week and um he's worked for hasbro and marvel and all kinds of cool stuff costume designer for wwe he's basically done everything that uh nerds would would like want to know about so uh gi <laughs> joe oh, wow. yeah he's he's in the uk yeah he's got some pretty like like scare like he's got very like a dark almost like a abaddon his his he's got some abaddon looking art on here oh, oh actually you know, what, you know what it you know what it looks like um do you guys remember scary stories to tell in the dark oh yeah oh yeah like the yeah. the original like uh artwork and illustrations like it's kind of got that kind of vibe to it if you look him up on instagram nice. if it's the same guy i'm assuming adam rich's art yeah i mean that's what his twitter handle is but uh yeah, yeah he's from florida here on twitter so i don't know if it's same, I guess it's the same dude, but yeah, check him out. We'll uh, hopefully talk to him next week, and uh, 
Yeah, he he designed all of these uh, Johnny Gargano outfits, which is pretty cool to think about. Um, uh, we talked about our weekly purchases. We talked about ringside collectibles being better than buying stuff from Walmart, like peasants. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess we can move into our quarantine and chill. Any other uh, figures that we want to? I mean, the, the thing I really wanted to do for Father's Day is I had an IKEA order that we had were having delivered with a couch and a bunch of shit, and this was like a month ago we ordered this stuff, and it's still not. Uh, ready. I really just wanted to stay here and just put up these shelves and put everything up uh, because every week in our Facebook group we're doing like uh, everyone showing off their collections. It's pretty cool. Every Friday we pick a different person uh, and I really wanted to kind of show everything off because I have half my shit in just like big crates. Uh, but yeah. uh, that's not going to happen I guess. So uh, we will see. Uh, keep, keep an eye on it. My sister-in-law had ordered a bunch of stuff from Ikea and it just like got canceled with no notice. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. um, yeah, Great. so and then, and then she's like, you know, they, they they like canceled her order and didn't like refund her money. So they like canceled the order and they were just like keeping her money. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. You know, so <laughs> um, she had to like, yeah, like call them, you know, and try to like get through. So make sure you keep your your eyes on your order and make sure it don't, they don't try to pull no shenanigans on you. Yeah, the fig wife is on top of that stuff. I do the uh, <laughs> I do the dick and fart jokes, and she does all the grown up stuff. <laughs> paying, paying, off, paying off debt and ordering furniture. Yeah, I got you. Yep, there you yep. go. Uh, yeah. All right, let's get into our quarantine and chill. This is sponsored by our friends at Homage, uh, our newest sponsor. Use code CHICK for 20% off of there. They have not only wrestling shirts, but uh, pop culture stuff, sports memorabilia, sports shirts. Um, honestly, the softest damn t-shirts you'll ever find. They have sales going on all the time. And honestly, when sometimes when the sales are going on, Sheena, you can use our code and get an extra 20% off. I don't know if they know about that. I don't know if they listen to our podcast, but hey. <laughs> you know. Always try it. Yeah, t- uh, Tommy Paradise sent me a message. Hey, dude, it's twenty percent off. Plus, you get twenty. Plus, your code gets an extra twenty percent off. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, uh, pretty good stuff. Uh, I have not watched Undertaker's Last Ride Part Four, Marco, but I know you did. Uh, what do you think about that? And uh, heading into uh, Part Five next week. Uh, did you watch it, Chino? Part No, four, I'm behind on uh, Last Ride, but yeah, I'm. It's like one of my favorite things, though. It's one of the best documentaries that they've done in a while, so I'm super pumped to get caught up on it. Yeah, so uh, they did a lot of cool behind-the-scenes stuff like back in the day. Um, there's a lot of footage on The Undertaker. Uh, Bruce Pritchard's on it a lot. 30 years worth. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, I didn't think they did all that stuff back then, like recorded like literally everything, but apparently they do, so there's a ton of footage of like just like him, like bloopers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Bruce Pritchard's on it. He talks about like the stuff that they did back when they do like the funeral parlor type of stuff, or like the uh, the offsite stuff where he's like creating like building the caskets and like Paul Be- Paul Bearer yeah. makes an appearance. Double well. deep, double yeah. wide. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do actually show the Kamala um, casket, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Paul Bearer. <laughs> like, oh yes, my Undertaker. But yeah, he shows up actually. Um, but it, they noted it's 2012, this interview that he did. Yeah. Uh, just so people would go, ooh, he'd say something stupid. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was kind of like you, they're talking about Undertaker and his past and like his character, how it evolved and all this, all this stuff. And like he just shows up, Paul Bearer, like in the interview part of it, you just like, you just get sad. You're like, oh no. Yeah. And, you, uh, and then, you know, Undertaker's like, you know, he's like, we were side by side, like literally day, night and day. Yeah. Day in, day out, like, we traveled together, like, up and down the roads. Like, they're pretty much like a married couple. 
Undertaker and uh, Paul Bear. So uh, they he talked about that a little bit. Uh, they get into the the Saudi stuff. <laughs> which oh, is shit. which is a little bit depressing. It's a little bit more depressing than the uh, Paul Bear stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's at the beginning of the show. The, like the redemption part is like the uh, uh, what, what was it? Extreme Rules, uh, where he teamed up with Roman Reigns and he faced Drew. Was it Mack Extreme and, Rules? Yeah, I think it might have been Extreme yeah. Rules. I can't. So remember. that's that's the end of the episode. But like they go through like the Saudi stuff. Yeah, and, like, how horrible. And he he admits that like he thought it was going to be a lot worse than it was. Like a like a complete catastrophe, like him and Goldberg, and they show like the whole way Goldberg tries to do the, the jackhammer. Oh my gosh! Jack, and they talk yeah. about how it was like, like a, it thought, was like a hundred degrees and two hundred year old men are like you know yeah. trying to wrestle, and it was just the worst of the worst. Yeah. And uh, he he he, ex- he explained that like during that time he's going through a lot of like personal stuff, like family things, like home stuff. Oh so really? really? Yes. He really wasn't into the like the match at all. Like he wasn't there. Oh like wow! Mentally, as well Did, as physically, I hadn't heard that yet. Oh. Yeah, he says it. Yeah, he, he plainly he's like, I wasn't there. He's like, but he was like, I had some personal stuff, being the wife and being the daughter. We had some stuff going on back at home. He was like, so being out there and trying to perform. He was like, it just, I just wasn't there. And he was like, and I thought it was going to be a lot worse. This this match was going to end up like him probably just being like, like injured forever. That's what he thought it was. Yeah. Probably. If you uh, want a good, I, I'm I'm loving all of this like behind the scenes Undertaker stuff because I've loved Undertaker for so long. Like I just love yeah. this like him like giving us all of his knowledge, you know, and all of his like stories from the road. And for the past thirty years, if you want to hear a really good interview, um, he he was on the Cheap Heat podcast a while like yeah, a, a few was, weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, and he was with Peter Rosenberg and and SGG, and he did a really really fun interview with them. And I just I love listening to it. He's been on he's been, done a few podcasts now. Yeah. Um, but it's really cool hearing him like open up and be like, be Mark, you know, yeah, yeah, um, Mark, and just yeah, like but... tell, yeah. And just tell stories. And he kind of like, I like that. He kind of like, like threw shade at Hogan a little bit, you know, I thought that was like a really, really <laughs> yeah, he kinda, he was like talking, like I knew at that moment, you know, I knew what kind of person like Hulk Hogan was. Uh, and so that's a really fun story. If you want a good listen for quarantine and chill, go check out a, a past episode of cheap heat. You'll see it says the undertaker. Um, and they just did, like a special episode with just that interview. Yeah, he also talks about uh, how like he's he was the Undertaker for so long that he missed out on a lot of opportunities when he was younger to do like movies and commercials and you know I get can see that himself yeah. that way. So like he talks about he regrets that like he just ca- he the cared Undertaker. And he cared so much about the gimmick, oh, yeah. of protecting the gimmick and the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can yeah. see that. I never I never even really thought about that because you know he's so big in WWE. Like you just associate him with WWE, but yeah, like what yeah. other what other opportunities were out there for him at the time that you know that we yeah. don't even know about because they just never came to fruition. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And you, and you, the other cool thing about him is you know he's the Undertaker even though he wasn't in any movies or any TV shows or anything like that. Like he's 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 a household name. Like yeah, he, he did his he did it a different way than like Hogan or The Rock would do, where they stepped out of the out of the uh, squared circle and went into the uh, the mainstream. But he's mainstream without doing doing that essentially, which is. Which is, I mean, kudos to him for actually, and obviously Vince McMahon for keeping that character going and stuff like that. But, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a really good episode. The last episode is obviously the last one, I believe. I think it's five, the five part mm-hmm. series. Yeah, yeah. And uh, looks like they're going into the uh, the Boneyard. He's where they, they oh, AJ Styles makes an appearance. So like, yeah, so that's gonna be pretty cool. Hopefully, they show like a lot of behind the scenes and how that all came about and stuff like that. Um, as far as recommendations. Um, 
I have been watching, but I don't know why. So just to jump back on AEW. So Brandy Rhodes does a show on YouTube. Have you seen this? Called The Shot of Brandy, where it's like a cooking show. Oh, really? my God. Oh, she's copying no. off me, man. That's the most. And she, that's well, Phil's gimmick. Actually, well, that's, Peyton, that's Peyton Royce's gimmick. Well, the difference is, well, she has like, she'll have like, obviously, AEW stars. So, like, she had like Tony Schiavone on there doing an episode, and she had um, John Boxley do an episode. And then the best one so far, the one I watched this morning, is the newest one, Orange Cassidy. Oh, so shit. they just like do they just do an interview like in character while they're like cooking a meal or something? No, she it's it's him just they're at they're at like her house or whatever at her mm-hmm. and Cody's house. They're at her kitchen and they like what they did was orange chicken because it's orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. But it's like obviously she doesn't know how to cook. I mean she's not a a chef we'll say. Yeah, so right. no, that's the whole like gimmick there. But uh, just to see Orange Cassidy like actually talk and be funny, mm-hmm. that that's what like brought me because he's. A, He's legit hilarious. I guess you, you have to watch it. Yeah. If you're gonna watch one episode of her show, not every single one. Definitely watch that one because you'll see a different side of uh, of uh, Orange Cassie that you never seen before. And the Tony Schiavone one too, because he's he's pretty funny as well. But yeah, definitely that one. So I've been watching those. Um, that's pretty much it. Other other than that, a lot of YouTube stuff. I saw a lot of videos and just going down a rabbit hole of information, trying to keep my my brain. You know, yeah, I have I have honestly not watched much of anything. Like I said, this week has been challenging. I haven't slept very much. Um, I literally had to watch um, Edge and Randy Orton yesterday morning at 6 a.m. So if that tells you anything about yeah. <laughs> how how I'm handling life, um, you know, I don't have any quarantine and chill recommendations. But really quickly, you guys, I would be so remiss not to mention this because I wasn't on the show last week and it was like one of my things I was most looking forward to telling you guys is that I bought this, like I, I should have mentioned this in our um, figure seg, go figure segment, but Wrestling for Sale had this incredible Bret Hart lot that he got from Bret Hart, like Blade and hooked it up and like sent him this box of merch from wow. the closet of Bret Hart. I mean, there was just like, unbelievable stuff i mean like the the blue bret hart shirt you know with like the the bret hart like name on it like yeah. the, I, I think it was just like a european it's like one of the most rare bret hart shirts of all time and there was these two denim jackets from like 1996 oh. and i snagged one of those bret hart denim jackets oh, of course it is <laughs> It is like my prized possession, like grail piece now. I love it so much. And it's funny because I told Seth I was buying it. And Seth was like, oh, it's like the perfect piece for you. Like, you know, like uh, you're going to look so cool in it. Um, but he said, I remember when those things came out in 1996 and like seeing them in the merch catalog and thinking to myself, like, who the hell would buy this tacky thing? <laughs> you know, and right, I was like, yeah. it's me. I would buy that tacky thing, you know. Oh, so, it, guys, if you haven't seen it. Go to at wrestling for sale. You can see the whole lot there. It's obviously all sold out now, but um, you can see at the very bottom left-hand corner there are two uh, two Bret Hart jackets, and I got myself one and super stoked. You can go to actually, you can just go to my freaking feed and check it out because I posted about it. But yeah, I can't believe I forgot to mention that. But yeah, after not being on the show last week, I mean, I had to talk about it. Yeah, I uh, I think Stack Guy Greg bought that uh, blue. He did. Yeah blue uh bret hart shirt yeah it's pretty cool i mean we gotta get ted on the podcast here soon. yeah and rosen and rosenberg bought the other uh denim jacket oh shit you guys can rock it together I, know, I was like 
like, dude, we're twinning. He, he like hit me up. He's like, I bought the other, I bought the other uh, denim jacket. By the way, I was like, you great minds think alike. Really, I trying to start mm-hmm. trying to start another podcast with freaking Stack Eye Greg and and freaking Rosenberg. Yeah, and we Phil. Did, we did a little crossover. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. right? We should do a collab, the chick, the chick fully cheap heat universe. Oh you know, God, get awesome. get all get all the peckerheads and the fully fans together. It would, it would oh, be, be great. It would, Amazing. Well, we have an interview podcast with Stack Guy Greg on the yes. uh, on the for the Patreon episode, yeah. and and Conrad Thompson uh, too, know, yeah. and Stack Guy and uh, Smart Mark Sterling on there too. So uh, and Al Snow, and Al Snow, oh, and Al Snow too, and Al Snow. Yeah. Showing yeah. love to all of our our pod yeah. brothers, and yeah. So uh, you can listen to those for uh, for five dollars a month plus all of our bonus content. I think we have like forty or 50 bonus episodes now that you can listen to. So uh, pretty nice little back catalog. So yeah, that's, uh, that's an awesome, I saw that jacket. That was, I was super jealous. And I went on eBay and saw there was a denim undertaker jacket. Yeah. And it was like 50 bucks. I was like, she, I'm going to buy this. She's like, you should do it. And then I went, yes. I click, I click like refresh and it went up to 150. I was like, Nope, not buying this because it had like four, yeah. had like four days left in the in the auction. I was like, no, this is yeah. gonna go for like a thousand dollars probably. Yeah, there was yeah. like I think there's Shawn Michaels, there's Undertaker, and I think there's one more uh, that were that were part of that like denim series in like 1996. Out of Montoya, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gold dust. Uh, let's get into our random merch of the week. Uh, this is not brought to you by anyone. If you have a business and you want to uh, sponsor this segment, you definitely can. We would love to have you. Uh, we can pretend it's sponsored by Manscaped uh, because uh, I've been using the Manscaped. I know our buddy Zach Egoff has been using it too. And, uh, you know, the ladies, Sheena, I'm not, I'm not going to speak for all the ladies, but uh, my lady loves it, you know. Yeah. You can use code CHICK for 10%, uh, 20% off plus free shipping. Yeah, so, you can uh, scape you can scape your lady bits too. By the way, there you go. Yeah, it's not just for guys. Not just for you can, guys. You can, yeah, you can ladyscape too. And it's a uh, it's it's bathing suit season, so it's time yeah. to get uh, time to get your Juan Samoans in charge down there. You know. Yeah, yeah you got you got round you got to round them up. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. So uh, check check it out, manscaped.com. We appreciate them. Uh, this is an Andre the Giant suitcase, Marco. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Stick with the uh, random merch. So apparently this dude that's selling this, he has a few of these. Um, so back in the day with like the WWE or WWF at the time, would uh, partner up with like New Japan and all those other uh, companies. Um, when the wrestlers would go over there, New Japan would assign these wrestlers their own specific suitcase, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this big, long story. If you go like, down and you see like you read like the uh the description of it it's this like huge story about like the guy the guy that he bought these suitcases off used to work with vince mcmahon and um there's one he has he has four of them he wants to sell them as a whole package um i think he has one that was assigned to bob backland as well um but yeah so phil so these suitcases were new japan um assigned suitcases for wrestlers like they only the wrestlers got these uh, so they made these specifically for them to travel back and forth so like wow. hogan may, may have gone one andre the giant which is this one here uh bob backland uh that type of stuff the price that's is like a, a, that's a pretty big suitcase because it's got a picture of andre the giant with, with the it, suitcase yeah. and it's like i mean it's well, almost as big as his leg well, you know i mean when you look at pants the, are shit you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> well that's um, that's true yeah i guess when they assigned his suitcase to like give us the biggest suitcase you got you know 
Yeah, so the so the dude's looking to like like sell all of them together, uh, which is pretty. This is pretty insane. Like Bruno Sammartino, actually, it's Bruno Sammartino, uh, Andre the Giant, Bob Backlund. He isn't the other person that had a suitcase. Um, it goes out on Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. There. I mean, if I had a thousand dollars, I'd probably buy it. Really? Just you'd buy? You'd buy this? Yeah, it's, it's just use it because I mean, it's yeah, well, it would be cool. Suitcase. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but let, big as me, but <laughs> true, true. But let's be real. Would you trust the the jerks that work at American Airlines to like toss your thousand oh, dollar vintage suitcase like under <laughs> yeah. an airplane? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it like get like tossed around on that conveyor belt with everybody else's like TJ uh, Maxx suitcases, and you know, no, like, yeah. like sure. it's it's good in theory, but like I see people who buy like really super nice luggage, and I'm like. You know those assholes are like kicking it around, like on the right, yeah. concrete. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, but like, yeah, it would be a cool display piece because it does look pretty freaking mage. I feel like every yes. piece that you find on here is always the person is always in Pennsylvania. I don't know if what is, what is going on in Pennsylvania where they're just have every wrestling memorabilia that we talk about on this show is from Pennsylvania. God. Well, if you want to give the United States an enema, stick the hose right there. <laughs> You know yes, what I mean? Right in Pittsburgh. <laughs> right. Oh, jeez. City um, of losers, born losers. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we're um, just kidding. We love you. We love you, Pennsylvanians. Um, yeah, he does talk about. Uh, if you read the description, he talks about he sold stuff to Conrad Thompson as well. This guy. Um, so this guy's a definite collector, and he has definite connections here. He knows uh, the stuff. Yeah, he definitely knows the stuff, and. Um, I guess like other wrestlers has gone him too. He only has four of them, but like uh, he mentions like Tiger Mask. Uh, who else? I think Dynamite Kid has one or had one as well. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a I guess there's, there's a bunch of these suitcases floating around. He has four of them, uh, which is oh. pretty sick. But he's he's looking to like sell them all. I'm not sure if he's looking to sell them all at a thousand dollars or just this one. But he's looking to sell them all as a set. He has four of them. So mm. if anyone has a big baller out there, still has Trump bucks. Big baller. They could buy all four of those uh, suitcases, which is pretty sick. Um, there was another one on there that I'm going to save for next week. Um, another random merch one that I think you'll... It's, it hits close to home in the group chat anyway. Aww. And I'll just leave it at that. Nice. In uh, a fun way. Let's get to our <laughs> retro wrestling recommendation of the week, sponsored in part by ProWrestlingTees.com. I just talked to the guys at ProWrestlingTees.com about my Pro Wrestling crate, and they said uh, all of those crates should ship out by the twentieth uh, of every month. So uh, that is tomorrow. Awesome. I still haven't got my notification for this month. I'm really excited about that um, because I want that Brian Myers uh, micro brawler. But uh, yeah, good stuff. And this is Extreme Rules 2009. And this is an Edge versus Jeff Hardy ladder match. I remember this match, man. This is a great match. Oh, yeah. I figured I'd pick something to so you could see the uh, greatness of Edge before he uh, before he left the business. Um, it's about a 30-minute match, maybe a little bit longer than that, which is pretty good. Uh, you get to see Jeff Hardy in his prime as well. Um, there's also a surprise ending. Do you remember what happens at the end of this match? Uh, does Amaga come out? No. no. <laughs> so this is a, a, it's a guess. The, uh, <laughs> so at the end of this match, uh, Jeff Hardy retains. Spoiler alert. Uh, Jeff Hardy retains. He grabs the uh, belt off the top. But then someone 
has a briefcase and they want to cash oh, in on Jeff Hardy. CM Punk. Yeah, CM Punk comes out. Yeah. And uh takes the damn title off of Jeff Hardy. Uh, not right away though. He takes him it takes him a few times to uh he kicks out a few times before uh he uh does a favor. But uh no, it was a really awesome match. The card, eh. If you want to go back and watch the whole thing, that's at your own discretion, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're going to pick a match, definitely uh, go with this one here. Uh, Edge versus Jeff Hardy. Um, you get to see both of them in their uh, their glory days as opposed to what you've seen recently with <laughs> pee throwing and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> and tearing biceps. But uh, yeah, that's it. Very nice. I love that, man. Yeah, CM Punk. I remember those. Uh, that was his second world title reign. And I feel like you know, he, he the crowd went crazy. When he when he won those money in the banks and cashed them in, yep, good stuff. Um, let's get into our uh, well, we did that. Our show outros here. Uh, mm-hmm. Next week, I guess we'll be previewing Fighter Fest or fight week it, one. Is it Fighter Fest? Week, yeah, Fighter yeah, Fest. Fighter Fest week, week, week one. Fighter Fest yeah. for the Fallen week one. Yeah, um, all in Fighter Fest weekend for the. <laughs> i can't even do it i can't i can't do it um my my vacation is over so i'm back i'm gonna be watching uh, i'm excited and um this is, we don't have a pay-per-view to talk about this is this is uh this is this great is crazy. yeah right i'm excited i'm excited to have a week <laughs> off i'm not even gonna lie yeah yeah i mean uh, and what are you guys getting into for Father's Day? I know Sheena, are you gonna, are you gonna make the call, like the uh, the submarine call to uh, uh, the the heel husband? He's actually on an aircraft carrier, but um, okay. no, I mean, has he always I been on an aircraft carrier? Yeah. Oh, I thought he's I thought he was on a submarine. Well, no, he that sounds, way, he. that sounds way cooler. No, back back when we lived in Hawaii, he was what was on call. What's called. Um, no, actually, it was, he's on an amphib. It's not an aircraft carrier. It's an amphib, which is like a small aircraft carrier. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. So when he when he was on Hawaii, he was on a DVG, which is like a battleship. So, um, you know, all that Navy freaking lingo. Who cares? But, um, no, I can't call into the ship, but I will definitely send him a sweet, um, you know, Facebook message, messenger to, oh. you know, let him know Happy Father's Day and yeah, send yeah. him some social media love that he will not probably see but i'll know that i posted they'll know that i posted it out there and everybody will know that he's the greatest dad ever so you know very nice yeah my mm-hmm. wife asked me what i wanted to do marco and i have no idea uh you know the weather's supposed to be bad here half the things aren't open uh i you know just want to hang out and relax and stare at my wrestling figure collection i wanted to put those <laughs> damn shelves up from uh ikea but they're not here yet so uh we'll have to wait and see but uh what are you what are you getting into uh, nothing much. Just, uh, we're doing some, uh, photo, we're doing a, like a family photo shoot with a, uh, family friend that's a photographer. Oh, fun. Uh, so, so we'll be doing that. That's later in the, in the day though. Uh, I, I imagine, day, I imagine that's super easy with three little like kids. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Getting everybody, easy. getting everybody to like smile and be happy and like not get their clothes dirty and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, like, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, that's, that's mm-hmm. the easiest thing. We did it uh, last year and, uh, uh they didn't get dirty. They just didn't want to partake in any. Oh, yeah. They didn't want to smile. They didn't want to do anything. They should share 
the pictures with you guys so you can see the. A just, friend yeah, of mine yeah. taught me a really cool trick. Um, I haven't used it yet, but she's like, yeah, you can just Photoshop. Like, you know, you just take a bunch of pictures and, you know, she has like, <laughs> she has like four kids, you know, so they're never all looking at the same time. So she just like takes the series of photos that she took and takes the best face out of all of them and puts them on the <laughs> face. <laughs> so like she does, she does like a face swap in Photoshop and like creates these family photos where all her oh kids are like. God. Ding, you know, like, that's funny. That's yeah, hilarious. you're not gonna get them all like smiling and looking beautiful at the same time. She's like, so you know, you just take like a million photos and then pick the best faces. And yeah, well, yeah, that's what uh, the uh, photographer does. She just basically just snaps like a million photos and she catches like at least a one or two good ones. Yeah. from the ones we do. Nobody's but uh, yeah. yeah, other than that, we. I mean, my wife usually does like a lot of. She likes. She's like. She likes to do gifts and stuff like that. So I'm like. I'm expecting there's going to be some like some gifts and things like that. Which did you did you just, ask for something specific or does she just surprise you? No, she just surprised. I don't ask for anything. I think I spoke to Phil earlier about this um, about like a I can give or take. It's just another day to me essentially. Yeah. Say yeah. so say there were birthdays and Christmas. I'm just like it's another. And maybe it's just an old age. I'm just like it doesn't yeah. matter. I appreciate it though. Just but. I mean, it's just like, eh, I'm just a dad taking care of kids. Nothing, nothing to yeah. celebrate. No, nothing dude, to celebrate dads, that. dads are the best. Listen, there's a lot, there's a lot of shitty dads out there. So if you're a good dad, like you should be celebrated sure. because there are a lot of like loser fathers out there. And oh, yeah, I want to salute and say like, you know, happy, legit, happy Father's Day to all the guys who like step up and like, you know, are good dads to their kids. So don't ever doubt how important it is to to be an awesome dad because it's easy to be a freaking loser dad, <laughs> you oh, know? Yeah, being, but yeah, being that, a dad that's, is, that's, uh, is, is, I, I love being a dad. It's fun. You know, like yeah, it's a lot of, dude. it's a lot of GD work, but it's, you know, <laughs> so, so rewarding, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, though, Seth's Seth love language is, like, gift-giving. He loves to give gifts. And, like, I don't – I mean, to me, like, I don't care about getting gifts. So he's like, what do you want for Mother's yeah. Day? What do you want for this? And I'm like, I don't care. Like, me, quality time and, like, words of affirmation are, like, my love languages, you know? Um, yeah. But him, he loves to give gifts. You know, like, that's, like, his way of, like, showing love. So it's really funny how different people, like, receive love differently, you know? 100%. Yeah. 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 Uh, hopefully we'll do something fun. I'm fine with just chilling on the couch and – Watching movies and ordering takeout food, but uh, yeah, mm. shout out to all the dads out there. We appreciate you, and uh, you know, we'll be back here next week. Check us out, chickfoleyshow.com if you want to support the show. Best place to do that. Uh, we have a bunch of cool stuff going up there pretty soon. As Sheena said, we have some uh, unboxing videos coming, uh, TBD, and uh, we will be doing some giveaways as the weeks progress. We again, we are doing this live on video, the three of us, in the hopes that uh, going forward, one of our Patreon tiers, you'll be able to watch the show live with us uh, while we do this and interact with and chat with us uh, while we are talking live. So that'll be pretty cool. Uh, if uh, the three of us, Marco is the most technologically savvy. Uh, person, me and Sheena are like uh, cavemen <laughs> rubbing rubbing rocks together. So yeah, uh, Ooh. Mar- Marco, we're just relying on Marco to just drag <laughs> must, it. Must must blow out. Cartridge. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Check out our friends over at the uh, the Run In Podcast, uh, our Vantage Point Podcast, the Major uh, Wrestling Figure Podcast, Wrestle Podcast, and of course. 
the Wrestling With Reality podcast, and, of course, our buddies over at Cheap Heat. Uh, thank you for listening. Enjoy Father's Day. Be safe this weekend. We'll talk to you guys next week. For Sheena and Marco uh, are signing off here. Stay classy, Mark. We'll talk to you soon. your fault there's so much you have to know find a girl settle down if you want you can marry look at me i am old but i'm happy i was once like you are now and i know that it's not easy to be calm when you found something going on But take your time, think a lot Why think of everything you've got For you will still be here tomorrow But your dreams may not How can I try to explain when I do, he turns away again It's always been the same Same old story From the moment I could talk I was ordered to listen Now there's a way And I know that I have to go away I know I have to go away